this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect it's Hey, we're live. Alrighty. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Press Start to Play, episode 162. Don't beat the Facebook page fool you. There was an episode last week. I just forgot to post it up there. Hooray! I am your host, your perpetual player one, Dan. As always, it's your perpetual player two. There we go. We're the Reckless Renegade Ben. We're in a different order this time around. But the one thing that doesn't change is the player number because I'm still your perpetual player three, Richie. Hey. All right, and uh, our first lady um, will be Aruru will be uh, joining us soon. Soon on the way. Yeah. But in the meantime, Ben, uh, what you playing? Uh, what you watching? Uh, How nerdy was your week? Um, as far as what I'm playing, I've only been playing League of Legends because I hate my life. Oh boy. Um, Why are you doing that to yourself, man? Because I realized something. What? You're a masochist. Aside from that, <laughs> and it's the only way I can like hurt. I can like. No, I'm not going to complete that thought. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yep, yep. Run it back. Run it back. But, um... I've, I started realizing, just like the more I played it, and the more I played it, it's just, um... Like, why I enjoy playing this game. Okay. This game is not fun. <laughs> at all. You wanna... You wanna elaborate on that thought? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Because while this game is not fun, it is fun to learn how to play. Okay. It's, it's like the best comparison I got is like learning Dark Souls, Bloodborne, those from software type of games where the fun isn't the game itself in my opinion. It's learning how to play the game at a, such an effective level that you can be good at it. Like, for me, what I'm finding more fun now is not worrying so much about my place on the leaderboards, any of that. It's just wanting to get better each game, going in, treating it every game like a new game. Even when I play the same champion over and over again, every game is different. Mm -hmm. Just because last game I, I got an S+, that doesn't guarantee I'm going to get another one this game. Because what ends up usually happening is like, oh, I had a really good game. I feel really confident. Then I get shit on. And I get like a C. And I'm just like, now see your ass out of my lobby. <laughs> so basically the answer lies in the heart of battle. Yeah. It really does. But like... Why do you play League? I play League to find that answer. <laughs> really? I, I play League because I want to get better at it. Because... I don't really like playing those kind of games with people. Like, I've realized that as I played with some friends every now and then. Yeah. Like, I don't have fun playing with other friends. Like, this is something I play. I like to play by myself. This is probably, like, the opposite problem of, like, this, this these game type of games. Right? It's just, I can't, cool, because for me, is that when I get angry, <laughs> when I do get angry, not yeah. if, Yeah. is that I'm someone who will always shoulder the blame. Uh huh. I'm someone who shoulders the blame. Even if like my friend is like some Owen twelve feeding piece of shit, like it's like no, dude, you're just learning the game. It's my fault for not picking up your slack, kind of thing. 
Yeah. Even okay. if that dude is straight up running down mid fucking inting, like, it's still, it's my fault for not keeping him in check kind of thing. Like, hey, bring it back in. Especially if you're with friends. If you have friends who are tilting, if you're playing a, any kind of team game and you're playing with your friends and your friends start tilting and you can't untilt them, I... Hey, background um, noise. But if you can't untilt your friends, you probably shouldn't play with them. Hey, Ben, yes, we... I'm glad you can use fake words. It's how you get by in life. Yeah. Which fake words am I using? I don't know. I don't speak League. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, okay. That was a pretty oh. good one. Yeah, no. Um, but no, I, I do really... I have fun playing a really not fun game. You basically, it's like, it's more of you, you have fun improving yourself. Yeah. It's like a guy who goes to the gym. Yeah. Going to the gym isn't fun. Oh, I know nothing about League. Don't worry. I'm the only person here who does, so it's all good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it is like going to the gym. Going to the gym isn't fun. But you like going to the gym because you like the feeling. I like the feeling of knowing that when I leave, yeah, I'm going to be sore as fuck. Can you grab my drink out of the fridge, too? Please? You said I was going to grab a drink. I mean, I put yours in the fridge, so if you don't want to grab it, it's fine. I'm kidding. It's all good. Um, but yeah, it is like going to the gym in the sense that, yeah, I'm sore. Yeah, I'm probably going to be... Well, I know which one's mine. Because it's the one that's a T. What about the, what about your drink? It's the other one. Oh, like a literal drink. It's the other canned drink in there. Oh. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> are you sure it's in here? Like, <laughs> is it still in, or is it on the table in the bag? I can't remember oh, what you're it. You're killing me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm... Man, you made me feel like I'm fucking stupid or some shit. In case you haven't realized that the uh, first lady is here. Yeah. Yeah. Say hi. Hi guys. I miss all of you. Wow. She said. Uh, she starts off with that like. <laughs> Like, angry voice and goes, Hi, guys! <laughs> it's easy. I missed you guys. Yeah. I mean, well, not you, but I mean them. Well, yeah. Over here, you're not getting I mean, you can, get that one. Oh. You can, but... Sorry, I, I, I forgot me. the extension, so I had to... What do you mean extension? I'll oh. just move my, my ass off the screen. Then. No, you're you're actually broke. Am, drink. I, am I allowed, oh, yeah, am I allowed drink. to sit here? Yeah, I mean, you can sit there if you want. You can. Oh, wait, let go. Let it's go. not going to be comfortable, but, um... But yeah, that's as far as what I'm playing, really, because I haven't really picked up any console. Sit on all these, uh... I haven't really played any console games recently. Um, okay. Also because I was trying to uh, catch up on my anime, because now we're getting into the real thick of the season. Like, all right. everything is pretty much out. We're in the thick of the season now. We're, like, two Ooh. episodes in for most of the shows. Ooh. One or two episodes in on most things. Give us, like, the, the things to watch. Hello, girl. Obviously. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, since since the first lady mentioned it, I will mention that Hell Girl dropped. What was it? Saturday? No, it was Thursday. Thursday uh, or Friday? Yeah. Friday. It was Friday. Okay. So um, so for anyone who hasn't seen like any of the series of Hell Girl, like I honestly think that getting into this one is gonna be it's it's really easy. Like you don't have to know the previous seasons. It's very so, new newbie friendly. Yeah. It's very it near friendly. Yeah. It's very. It's also pretty fucked up, but I recommend watching it if you're it really into it, like mentally fucked up stuff. It's about sending people to hell because you're bitter as fuck. 
Well, it, well, at first, oh. it, at first it started off like that, but then like it started to evolve. And well, how it, do you go up from there? <laughs> well, it, no, wait, wait. How does it go down from there? You tell me. Well, actually, it just doesn't. It just because like honestly, like I feel like the entirety of like Hell Girl kind of shows like how fucked up like human nature is. So this is a question you're more fit to answer. It's the art. Even wants to know if the art update was appropriate. Um. Or if it's more of the same. It's it's more of the same, but I feel like it's a lot more clearer. It's polished. Yeah, it's polished. Like Hell Girl's uh, kimono, it's one of the most beautiful I've ever seen. And like I'm I'm a big fan of the original kimono, but her new one is just fucking beautiful. Like holy shit! Like I wanna, I just I wanna have a kimono like that because it's fucking beautiful. But yeah, so the first episode of it though, um, just to give like the quick synopsis of it is this girl's being bullied. By literally everyone in her classroom because, because humans, group chats. Because group chats are terrible. Oh my god, we're we actually updating, like, yeah. is the technology now for our group chats? Yeah, um, like, yeah, it is. It actually updated. Instead of being on the computer and stuff, it's now on, like, your smartphone. Now it's like every millennial's nightmare. I know, right? yeah, and I'm like. No, literally, it was like a nightmare because she's like, because for whatever reason, she's reading all these terrible things they're saying about her. Right in front of her, too. Like, they're not even being subtle about it. Like, these assholes in her classroom are just talking, like, shit to her face. I really hate Richie. Yeah, basically like, like that. Like, huh. No, actually, 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 it'd be more, like, along the lines of, uh, okay, I won't do it to anybody else, I'll do it to myself. It's like if everyone else here was just, tech, like, saying really fucking terrible things about me. Not just, I hate you, well, I mean, they were saying, like, I hate you, but they're also, like, calling him, like, terrible names, saying that your mom is ugly, yeah, the reason why you're going broke is because your mom smells. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all these, it's all these terrible things. Your mother is of scandalous repute. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's all like, it's all like, damn, like, how fucked up can you get? And then, like, it's, I feel like that, um, this season of Hell Girl, like, I don't know how long it's going to it's be. It's gonna be six episodes with six, uh, reminiscent, remnants episodes. Okay, okay, so kind of, like, so, it's like, six, 12 episodes? What's the remnants? I like believe a, that, I, I Tell me it's not a recap. I believe from what I, I hope it's not a recap either, fuck me. I'm believing, if I had to understand it, because they didn't really explain it too much, is I think they're gonna be, like, maybe updating old episodes maybe oh like a retelling of like a retelling yeah maybe from like a different person's perspective okay maybe like that would actually be really really interesting like the six episodes from the from the vic from the victim side and then from the uh, uh from the right. other person's side so you see I mean, like two that'd be something side. that'd be something i'm um, sorry to jump in on you just to kind of like get that thought out is just um like it could be like one of those things where it goes to previous episodes from previous seasons mm -hmm. and that's something you'd have to be like oh i remember this. But then, like, I don't, I don't know if they're actually going to do that, only because, like, the previous seasons did come out, like, such a long time ago, and those arcs are already wrapped up. Right. Like, they already wrapped it up, like, in, like, in, like first season and second season, third season. Like, they all right. wrapped it up. In Fair enough. Um, but, um... But I honestly think that this season of Hell Girl, it might just be, like, like instead of, like, purely black and white, like how it's been for the past uh, mm -hmm. seasons, it's kind of, like... Exploring that moral gray Ambiguity. area. Yeah, where it's all like, is it really okay to send someone to hell? Like, even though they did just this one thing, and it's like, what what is true redemption in, like, the whole scheme of things, you know? Right. Like, but just to give, like, to finish up that episode, it just really comes down to the fact that, like, she befriends somebody, and then it turns out that person was the one who started the group chat. Yeah, who... And it, it, it was very... It was kind of convoluted, but at the same time, I kind of understand it from, uh... 
from the uh, from what's her name Eve's point of view. Yeah. Um, because like I guess in a way she wanted to make amends, but at this, but like the ending of it was kind of like, okay, what? Yeah, like, no, it, it's a it little... left a lot of questions. Yeah. For, that you hope get answered, or if that specific question doesn't get answered, it somehow gets answered in a different way. Yeah, um, but Hellgirl has this, um, the series as a whole has this, like, thing where they kind of leave stuff vague, right. but at the same time, they kind of, like, close it up, you know? Because, like, okay, you're, you kind of know what happened. It's like, okay, well, you know, they fucked up, but, like, there's that little sliver of hope. It's like, okay, maybe there's a chance for redemption. Maybe. Maybe. But, but usually not. Yeah, usually not. Because <laughs> once you get sent to hell, that's it, you know. Yeah. You're done. Anything else? Uh, I'm just, like, just focusing on, like, the new stuff. Um, another couple shows that started that I kind of want to talk about is um, Classroom of the Elite. All right. What's that one? It's, Give me a pitch. Um, it's essentially these kids are being sent to, like, this really prestigious high school and at the beginning of every month, they get a, basically 100,000 yen at the for whatever reason. I don't know. Fucking kids, like, these are spoiled. Like, they get... But, and then, like, throughout the entire first episode, it's these kids, like, you know, blowing their money and doing all this and As that. kids tend to do. Ten, yeah, as, as they tend to do. Um, and then there's, like, the two main people that they seem to be focusing on is, like, there's one, one guy who's, like, really, like, apathetic and just like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just, I'm just here for the fucking... I'm just here because someone said to be here. <laughs> so it doesn't about man. every college student nowadays. Yeah, and then another person who's the the loner types. Like I don't need friends. Fuck you. The the one who's clearly like I want friends, but I don't I don't want friends. Person. Edge Lord with cut face. So basically, it's like it's yeah, an she's... anime of tropes. Uh, what it sounds like. So, but here's where it gets really interesting, though. Okay. So throughout the episode, they're like fucking around in class. They're not. They're like falling asleep. Fucking like I just said, generally just fucking around in class. Yeah. And at the beginning of the new month, they're like, like, all right, it's time. It's payday, motherfuckers. No fucking money. Yeah. What so, the hell? So what it is is that this school ranks you on your worth as a human being. <laughs> so this class. Oh, shit. This shit. class. Gets nothing because they're considered the bottom of the bottom. It's essentially social experiment. Yo. So kind of like so like it sounds like a Baca and Tess premise, but less comedy. Mm-hmm. And the actual money involved. Oh, and actual I money. actually really like Baca and Tess. I love yeah. Baca. Okay, I'm. That's actually a really good premise for like all your sociolo- sociology and yeah, psychology no, majors. Yeah, definitely a social experiment. So, so now it's like gotta get paid, gotta get grades. Gotta get paid, gotta behave. <laughs> no. <laughs> Taking note of that one. Um, another one that I watched, and I, I feel like this is gonna be a fun guilty pleasure as opposed to, like, a shitty one. Like Seven Mortal Sins. Thank you. Um, is My First Girlfriend is a Thought. Woo! Really? Is that, what, is that what they said? Is that what it's what actually it's, called? Okay, the actual title is My First Girlfriend is a Gal, but I'm basically like, she's a it's thought. A, she's, 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 she's a thought. thought. <laughs> I've been seeing like promotional art for this for like months. I've been so like, excited to see where the, this is gonna go. The art style is super fucking lewd. It's it's no shit levels of. So that's pro- camel toe. <laughs> so note the stuff stuff I can probably show on stream. We can. I mean, you can show it on TV. Now I haven't seen like any of the episodes. I, wa- I went on a Tumblr to see if like there was any uncensored things. It's nothing like. It's not too bad. 
If she breathes, she a thought. If she breathes, she a thought. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm so out of fucking is, touch, I still don't understand is, what the fuck is that there means. Like, a lot of, like, I haven't seen any oh, episodes fuck, yet, what? but is I it a, like, a heavy fan service thing? I can't what thought stands. It's an acronym. I thought it was just like a hoe. <laughs> See, I'll be honest, Ben, because when he first said the title, I thought, oh, my girlfriend's imaginary. I thought. Oh. Oh. oh no, no. I am that fucking old mentally wow. that I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. So it's how okay. Much, how much fan service is there? Tons. Is it t- That hoe over there is what it means. I get it now. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I just said. <laughs> Did you? I don't yeah, know. I was all like, it basically means you're a hoe. Okay, so... That's why I said true. Comparing this... To seven mortal sins what makes this like obviously they're both fan service shows what makes this one a bit more easy to watch oh, it's about a relationship okay so what it is is this dude that's obviously no shit never had a girlfriend he's a it's like the virgin <laughs> so pro tag number five thousand six hundred seventy seven beta is fuck basically you know press your cliche buttons right but um but what it is is like this super lewd ass chick Actually, is like, cause she he asks her out, cause it's like, oh, she's a thought, she'll give it up, no problem. Whoa. Like his friends, like, yeah, she's a fu- she's a hoe. Did she? Did he have that thought? <laughs> and by thought, I mean the actual idea. So I gotta, yeah. I now have to like actually clarify this now. This is stupid. actually no, you don't the, because we're... the thought has plot. Bop. <laughs> yeah. I thought the thought had plot. See, I and the thought that. does have plot because the plot is the thought, and the thought is actually not a thought. She not a hoe. She not actually. Boom. So it's it's <laughs> kind of like um, it's the other one, uh, Galco. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Think like Galco. Oh, Galco. Okay. But I mean, she. But the only difference between her and Galco is that Galco was actually a fucking cinnamon roll. Okay. Like she was pure as fuck. The like, purest. Like literally pure as fuck. Like. And the difference yeah. with this character is she ain't pure as fuck. <laughs> oh. No, no. She's like. She is like the she's the cliched um what's the fucking song? Gyaru type? Yeah, like I can't like Gyaru, uh, Gyaru. Gyaru. Thank Gyaru. you. Like gal, yeah. gal type. Yeah, she's the gal type. But she's like, I'm interested to see how like this relationship forms because like like at the end of the episode, it's like yeah, I'll go out, I'll go out with you. I'll tr- I'll try not to be a thought. <laughs> I'll try not to be a hoe. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a looks yeah. like a hoe. I will be acts a like a hoe. Try not to be a hoe. So she's gonna like actually try to be like a not thought for this relationship. <laughs> Me. A oh, non thought. She's, she's probably gonna be the hoeiest. She's the non hoeiest hoe you've ever hoed a hoe. Me. <laughs> or is the entire series gonna be like she's faithful to him, but she blue balls literally everybody? Else. Or are we having like a my fair lady type of situation where it's like I am gonna fucking turn you into a classy lady? I don't know. But no, apparently there's gonna be other girls in the show too. So. Of course, like plot twist: the dude course. turns into a thought at the, the end. The dude's a thought at the end. They got his ass turning tricks. <laughs> now get out there and make some money. He's, you gonna, be, he's gonna be tanned, ripped, and blonde <laughs> by the end of the series. Wow. But yeah. Um. But no, it actually it either ends at NTR. The funny thing about NTR, there's a show called NTR this season. Yeah, but you told me about it. it's about two women this time. It is about two women. That and doesn't mean there can't be NTR. There's actually something possibly going on with this. I'm not gonna lie. So it's a nine or ten minute episode, and let's set this up. Last week we were talking about this could either be like baseless lesbian fan service, or it could be an actual exploration on modern coming out and exploring sexuality in Japan. In in an interesting way, because 
Um, because it's a short, it's, I don't feel like I'm being too um, spoilery. spoilery with it. Because like I said, it's, you can literally watch, you'll probably be able to watch it. Oh yeah, they're finally making that book. Ha! The, probably the one I'm talking about. The NTR anime. The NTR one. Um, so in the second episode, the girl who was like fucking with the girl who wasn't gay, mm-hmm. she's like trying to learn shit to like, eh. um, like you find out her boyfriend, cause they both are like, both of the girls have boyfriends. Yeah. The, the lesbian girl, her boyfriend's a dick. Oh boy. Like. So are they NTRing the other guy then? Essentially, what I'm guessing what it's going to be is essentially, um, it's almost like she's NTRing herself, maybe. Because she's, like, torn between, because she likes the guy, but she only, like, she feels warm and fuzzy about her. Okay. <laughs> I know that NTR, that's not what NTR is. NTR is a really fucking no, hard I mean, thing like, to... I feel like, okay, if they're going to do this properly... If they are, like... They're going to do it properly, then they mean make it into a hentai. No, if they're going to do it properly. Cucked. Like, if they're going to do it properly, where where it's going to be an actual, like, grown-up relationship, they got to, like, fucking talk to each other. But because it's an anime, they're not going to talk to each other. It's going to well, be all like sorts said, of well, we, we are, we are only this. two episodes in, so we don't know. We'll see how it goes. Because, like... It does have... Honestly, I will say it does have potential, though. It does have something there. There is something interesting there. Because the dude literally tries to rape this girl. Call me when the cuck scene happens. <laughs> I will let you know when the cuck scene happens. Because, honestly, like, NTR doesn't have to be NTR if they make it pol- uh, polygamous. Right. You know, they they can make it work. I don't think that's a subject matter that would be <laughs> tackling an anime for a while. I'll be honest. I mean, there's, there's fucking harems. I know, it's, but it's that's a, way different. But here's the thing, Alma. Like... <laughs> How, name me the animes that were the ha- with harems where it actually ends in a polyamorous relationship. And I know it's a very it's a valid way of living, but mm-hmm. I just, it's not something that you really see in media nowadays. Keep, keep in mind, this is Japan we're talking about. I know. And, and seen in a way that's not fetishized. Which right. I true, true. That's but I feel like that's the like I feel like that was probably one of the few ways for it to end where it's not like wow this is pretty fucked up. Except for you know you kick out the <laughs> dick guy apparently. Yeah, there is a dude that's a dick. That's something I would love to like watch with all. Like once it's over, I'd love to marathon it with you guys too. All right, man. I'm, I'm more. I'm more open to watching that one. I know, cause no one was up for watching Aramanga Sensei. I'm, well, I'm glad I did. <laughs> well, me. Yeah, no. Actually, based on what it was, it was just a it was a yawn fest, really. Yeah. Actually, to be honest. Anything else? There's one more thing I want to talk about. All right, one more thing. Um, and then I'll pass it on so I don't take up a whole hour and a half. <laughs> um. It's a sh- it's an- another episode one and it's called gamers, gamers, gamers. Oh. Ben Ben talked to me about this. It's super interesting. Okay, tell me. So about. the premise of this show is the cliche button. There's the lonely kid who only plays video game who really likes video games. There's the pretty girl who they think doesn't like video games, who turns out to be a huge fucking nerd, and she's the president of the game club. Now. Where we kind of start deviating from that, uh, and now we'll start focusing on talking what the show's actually about. Like, they introduce him and so, another guy to the club because they're trying to have enough members to actually be an official club. Because that's um, how Japan works. That's how Japan works. You can't just be you, you can't just be two fuckers hiding. If we don't in the get closet. enough members, they'll shut our club down. Two fuckers yeah. hiding in the cl- man. That has a different context than that was gonna set of words. That's the beautiful thing about the English language. Well, not just... That's the beautiful thing about spoken language. <laughs> Wordplay. Wordplay. 
Play words. Yeah, so they started I played with myself game. in the corner. <laughs> Finish your thought. I gotta go wash my hands. Anyways, Mitchell's son. It's okay. Um. So, anyways, like they go in there, and like the two members that they have, aside from her, just to break it down, the club president is a professional speedrunner. Okay. Uh, their I think vice president is one of the top first-person shooters in the world, because of course, because it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other member is a girl who is like one of the top fighting game players in in the thing. I have my waifu. There you go. (laughs) A woman? I find that highly unlikely. Anyways. Fuck. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Just let it go, man. (laughs) So. They come into the... And, like, their club is funded by their... Just to give you an idea how pro these people are, the club is literally funded by their prize pools. Okay. They, like, they've worn everything to be... To fund everything. It's uh-huh. fucking insane. Um, so they go and they have, like, some... They start playing games, and they start off by playing a bunch of first-person shooters, and, obviously, like, he gets pretty fucked. It's, like, 631 and it's nothing, basically. Yikes. So he's getting, like, his rear end pounded... <laughs> um, and then you know they get to the part it's like hey we had a lot of fun come join the club the one who's like well then the other person they brought in to introduce to the club is like a fucking master puzzle game player because why the fuck not because he was in an accident and he has amnesia or like he lost his memories or some shit and that's the one thing he knows how to do because again it's a fucking anime <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds like an anime as fuck like, you know, when, you right? watch, when you watch that when you watch him explain why he's good at puzzle games I, I was watching it at work I'm like eh Bro, that's fucking anime shit, dude. <laughs> like, I'm sitting... I said it out loud, dude. I was like, dude, that's anime as fuck, dude. <laughs> anime. Anime AF. That's fucking anime. I feel like you can make that to a shirt. Yeah, that was anime as fuck. And it's just some... It's just all we're doing that... <laughs> the uh. <laughs> the uh face. So, five. I don't know what five brain is. Free brain? Five brain. I don't know. What Never watched it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I guess. I guess so. Um, but no, e- not really so much e gaming. The people in it are e gamers. But the thing that was interesting about this show, so okay. the other guy obviously joins the yeah. puzzle game guy because fuck it, why not? Yeah. It turns out the other guy doesn't join. Like the main character doesn't join. Huh? Wow, what a nerd. Swerve. A swerve is real. So it goes to the next day. He's playing his phone games, and the the president comes back and is like, "Hey, I want you to rethink and maybe join our club." And he's like, you know what, I don't, I don't, and she's like trying to convince us, like, hey, I know, it's, that's not how, well, we can teach you to be better, you can teach you to get good type shit, you know. GG. GG's. Yeah. And he's just, and what he said actually, like, you ever get inspired by something from a source you never really expected to? Like, yeah. you ever have, like, have, like, an, a life epiphany from something you shouldn't be getting life epiphanies from? Well, when I saw that clown get run over, I thought, I'm so glad they didn't go to clown school. Well, Something like that, right? Why would you consider going to clown school, first of all? Well, because, you know, they say face your nightmares and you'll get over them. Clowns are a dying Also, they're tax... Ax- and they don't have to pay taxes. Because they're a dying breed. Man, I'm going to run over a clown. <laughs> and it, what I mean more like that is just to... That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, man? You need a hug? I'm the one who made the comments. I don't you need a hug. No, I just don't like clowns. Time. No, fuck you, man. So what are we gonna see? It but games? um, 
I will see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. The movie. The movie. Stephen King. Oh, there's, um, but yeah, so what he ends up saying is just like, like you know, what your club's about, it's not what I enjoy about games. Because like he says oh. over and over again, it's like, I just like games. Like, I really love games. Okay. But I don't like the way you guys play games. The try hard. I don't, like, you so guys... So basically he's not competitive. He... he just loves playing games for the fun of it. Like, earlier in the episode... Not to earn sponsors, not to earn prize pools. Just, just to, to have, have fun. fun. So, and just and just to give you, like, a really good example of this, earlier in the episode while they're playing, that after they got done playing for, like, a few hours, and he goes... The, the pro is like, dude, why are you why are you just jumping up on that up and down in that car? You just like died a whole bunch of times. Like, and he literally just goes, I thought maybe I'd be able to see some beautiful scenery. Oh, that's precious. Oh, he, he just wants cute. to see he's what. He's such a pure gamer. Like literally, he's. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And then as the president's explaining to him, like there's like an event on his phone. He's like, I'm sorry, what were you saying? And she was like, <laughs> it's like, please join the club. And he's like, I'm gonna have to say no. And is that how, is that how the episode ends? And it ends with her going, it's "Like I feel like like I've been rejected." It's not like I, she had like a soon moment. yeah she had like a super soon moment. It's like it's not like I enjoyed hanging out with you or anything. I'm like, and part of me was like, "Oh, that's like she liked hanging out with you, but she's probably also fucking mad because you won't join her club." Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna get shut down. <laughs> she, End of the anime. I felt like that was actually, and it's one of those things that I, just from that perspective, it's just like it's probably something she's not used to get because she's like the quote unquote she's the popular girl in school. She's like. The girl. Yeah. Like, like the girl you They were like staring at him at everyone's staring at him as she's talking to him. They're like, why the fuck is he that talking girl, to her? Why is she talking to that fucking gremlin? Just and, and he's like, No. So basically, like from what it sounds like, she's never been told no until at, up to this point. And that's what it seems like. It's yeah. definitely one of those things where it's just and like I said, the epiphany I had is just that a part of me feels like that's like what I was talking about League. It's that's why I play it. I don't play it because I want to become a pro. I don't want to be a pro. I don't want to be the best. Um, even like when I'm playing, like when I'm playing Overwatch, when I'm playing anything, I love just playing games. Mm-hmm. I might be shit at certain games. Yeah. That's why I won't play you in fighting games. The only thing, just to like make a quick jab at fighting games, and I don't mean, and I mean this with the best intentions, but people that are like really good at street fighting games, or not street fighting, but fighting, in general? fighting games in general, don't know how to turn it off. No. Like, even, like, they casual, don't... Casual matches don't, like... They don't know them. how to do it. They don't know how to turn that part of them, their brain off. Like... As a guy who's barely on, like, the blip above casual, yeah, I don't know how to turn it off when I'm playing someone. Like, I'll play Street Fighter against you, and I'm like, nah, this isn't fun. <laughs> Just... Fighting games, are one of those, fighting games are one of those things that you either have to be playing something that's super, super casual, like... Super casual. And it's like in a party setting. Like there's like that's why I can't play Smash with some people. Like Smash <laughs> is just supposed to be one of those games. And I, I remember a long time ago when we talked about this on the show. It's like Smash was never meant to be an esport. No, it was supposed yeah. to be a fucking party game. Why are people learning the frame? Why are people learning the individual frames? For, I understand. Like, like uh, it's, it's well, one thing that does happen that did happen at Evo mm-hmm. that pretty much like uh, solidifies what you said. Where some people mm-hmm. just cannot turn it off is during. The regular pools for I want to say it was Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. Some dude is getting bodied mm-hmm. like hard. The dude just keeps resetting into the into like the ground pound. Okay, yeah, bounds. infinite combo. Yeah, he just infinites him. The other dude, everything finally shuts off for him because he's finally like, okay, I lost this. The dude puts a stick down, looks at the camera. I pulls, saw this. Yeah, pulls out his wallet and pulls out money 
and he just gives it to him. He's like, look, you won. I'll pay you this to just stop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just, just stop. Just, yep. Just <laughs> it was w. great. Just take the W. I don't want to lose like this. And the dude is the dude does not look at him at all. Yep. The dude does not flinch. He just keeps going until the life is gone. That's amazing. And then another thing you told no me about mercy. another thing you mentioned was just um to that tryhard thing was like they were revealing a character for Marble. Yeah. Yes. And we, you never got to see their super because they won't let them land it. Like, dude, this is a demo. Yeah, they de- they debuted a character in a match between two pros. And rather than, like, actually debut the character and, like, here are the cool combos this character can They do. had a match. Look at the super this character can do. No, they had two pros, one of them who was using the character, and the, he tries to do the super. He tries to do, like, the big move that everybody wants to see, but because it's two pros fighting, the other guy's like, I'm not going to let that hit me. I'm not going to lose this match. It's like, it's not a tournament match. Yeah, it's like a demo. It's like, you're supposed to, you know. Like, dude, you're in front of a crowd of, like, hundreds of thousands of people. We want to see that super. Just let us see it. But it didn't. Throughout the entire match, the super was not hit. You know how you get around that? Show a fucking... Make a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Just make a straight-up trailer. Don't have a live demo with two pro gamers. Because they that, can't turn it off. Either that or, like, have them already be scripted. Be like, okay, listen. This isn't real. <laughs> Y'all need to they tone still it down a little bit. That's, that's just it, though. They, they, they can't turn yeah. it off. And for them, it's always a shoot. Yeah, the second they're in the game, that, that thought is gone. Because oh, even me, even when I'm playing with my like my cousins or my sister, like I will pick Ryu, and I will play to win. You will body people. That's I, what, like, literally. What, you guys are going to, like, body, like, a five-year-old? I can't think. Like, I can't turn, <laughs> like, when I play, how I have fun is I play hard. Like, I can't turn it off. Literally, it's, it's become how I play get, fighting yeah, games. Dude, he plays hard, he doesn't turn it off. Man, fighting game people must be I mean, great at parties. Shooter, shooter, right. Well, they're really... Well, that's why, like I said, if you're going to bring a fighting game to a party... You better make One, sure. why? Because there's way better party games. Yeah. Two, bring something that's really casually friendly. Something that has a nice, large roster that isn't too technically sound... I know everyone's gonna be sick of hearing it, but if you want something that's anime as fuck but is easy to play, just bring Persona 4 Arena. That's an easy game to pick up and just play. Granted, if you run into someone who knows what the fuck they're doing, it's not a fun time. Try not bringing Street Fighter or Tekken. Yeah, don't bring those. <laughs> but, and that's not just, and just to expand it more, it's not just um, fighting games. Shooters are probably this, have that same they thing. Do. Um, and I'm sure there's other ones. For me, like with rhythm games, like, I would just have fun having, like, playing with... I would just have fun having people to actually fucking play with for once. I gotta ask you this question. Did you ever play DDR back in the early days? No, I can't. I'm too uncoordinated for DDR. Really? Yeah. I'm not. Huh. Like, my brain and my feet are too far apart. Because I've seen you dance, and I, I'm actually kind of surprised by that. But yeah, it's because it's freestyle. Like, I get okay. to, I get yeah, to move right. with my... The problem with DDR, it's not about rhythm. It's about... Coordination with the feet. Because my problem is, like, with especially, like, when, with harder songs, my feet, like I said, my brain and my feet can't keep up. Huh. Like... That's actually really interesting. Basically, when it comes to dancing, my everything for me as far as dancing, it starts here from the... It starts at the ear and works its way down. Okay. And, like, that's why when, like, when a song will start, as far as, like, just dancing goes, you get into the rhythm. Uh-huh. Like, you get a you get a feel for the beat. Yeah. And then you go. Yeah. You can't and look at the can... arrows and then press button here, press button there. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. That pretty much wrap up. Only one other oh, thing I want to talk about, because I was the only one who went, because yeah. everyone else was at Evo. 
or partying is I went to uh, big I went to a big value wrestling show, which is the local wrestling promotion here in Vegas. Yeah. Well, well, one of the two. One of the two. Yeah. What's the other one? I'm sorry. Uh, the G- other the other Future one Stars? is Future Stars of Wrestling. Oh, yes. But yeah, so I went to this thing. Um, what was funny is that the day before. Richie and I actually went to the place where they do the show because they were supposed to have a class. Well, because the show was the next day, there was no... So, yeah, bit of a spoiler here. Richie and Ben are going to start going to wrestling classes. We're going to start going to wrestling school. And I might be joining them. Yeah, he's going to be our Paul Heyman. I would love to be your guys' Paul Heyman. Yeah. I will be your Paul Heyman. Right. Y'all do that. I'll, you know, be around the ring collecting bets. <laughs> that works, too. Yeah, that works, too. I mean, you can come on, too. <laughs> We'll have you as a valet. Because uh, then, we'll, <laughs> then we'll be popular. That's how you get popular. You have hot valets. Yeah, but that's where... Oh, yeah, we're going to be a heel team. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you were saying... But it was a it was a really interesting experience. Streaming. streaming might not be a possibility, but vlogs might be. Yeah, vlogs definitely a possibility. Streaming, yeah, classes will say hell no to that. Eh, I don't know. I'd have to see how possible it is. <laughs> I'd love for that to be a part of our channel, but... I don't want these two to get extra hurt because now the, all the trainers are pissed off. Nah. Right? Yeah. Nah, I'm going to fight back. <laughs> so yeah, we, we had went to there trying to... Because uh, we were ready. We were like in regular like workout we're, gear. We were ready to... We were ready to bumps, go. Ready to do the classes, anything we were like uh, We were ready for like what I'd imagine, like, you know, taking the bumps, yeah. falling down, running the ropes type shit. And unfortunately, they had a show to get prepared yeah. for. But it was actually... But that being said, it was a pretty good show. Okay. Um, My only complaint with it was that there was a lot of, like, there were a lot of clean finishes. It was like a seven-match card. It was a seven-match card. Seven-match card, and only, like, two of the events ended clean. Okay. Um, and it was like, Yeah, that can get annoying in any any promotion. Yeah, and it's a lot of it was just a lot of interferences oh. from either outsider. There was two no contests. Okay. Two of the seven matches went to no contest. That sucks. Especially when one of them's the main event. Oh, come on. <laughs> For those that don't know wrestling terms, clean or dusty finish. If it's a clean finish, it means there was a clear winner. If it's a dusty finish, it means shenanigans took place. Yeah. Yep. But um, and it was cool because I got to watch a title belt change hands. Oh, okay. And that was part of a storyline. It was really cool to see. Um, really good heel, though. The person who... I can't remember his name because names are just that one thing that pff, can't do. Did he come out with a vape pen? No. Okay, it wasn't Ricky Tenacious. No. Nah. Ricky Tenacious did win his match, though. Tight. I believe. Yes. He did win. He won a Dusty match. Hi there, Joffrey. Hello. Wait. Hi. Joffrey? Yes. Ooh. We don't have to. We don't, don't acknowledge it. <laughs> I'm just trying to copy. Finish off your thought, man. But, um... But yeah, it was a fun show though. It was like it was, it's clearly a lo- very small local thing. It's, it's like, indie as hell. I'm assuming. it's indie as fuck. But there's the appeal. But there's it's fun. It was fun to just be a crowd member and just mark out and just fucking have fun with it. Yeah, I f- ended up during like the tag team def- like the tag team titles being defended. I ended up like rooting for the heel team simply because I like their valet's dress. There you go. Uh, it was a really cool <laughs> steampunk dress. <laughs> it was super fucking cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, oh, I mean, I... is that everything? Yeah, I mean, it was a fun show, and the next show is going to be August sixth, and I'm going to try my best to hopefully be on the card. But if I can't be on the card, I'm going to be at the show. Oh uh, yeah, you got a few weeks. I don't think you're going to shut up. I have dreams, asshole. <laughs> Ow. We can definitely get that. <laughs> look, look, man. I will. We the reckless will, renegade wants to fly. <laughs> we I will mean, have your first. Ma- I will we'll, record we'll your first, your we'll first match and put on the channel. Me. 
We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll and I'll probably go last. So Alma, what's your plan? Oh, all right, go ahead. You go, go ahead. You okay. can see clearly. One at a time. One at a time. Okay. What you playing? Okay. <laughs> what you watching? Hey, what's your week? All right. So what I'm playing? Cloud um... Ben is best Ben. <laughs> as long as he's not screaming directly in the mic, I don't care. I love it. See, someone appreciates it. <laughs> it's not directly to the mic. That's it. That's all we have. <laughs> okay, so what am I playing? Uh, I'm playing uh, Fate Australia, the uh, Fate game. Yeah. That's the... impossible to find for some fucking reason. Wait, really? Yeah. The Dynasty Warrior one. Yeah, the Dynasty Warrior. It's fucking impossible to find anywhere. I know why. Why? Limited release. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The thing with these kind of games is, trust me, as a former Vita... Because they're so niche. As a former Vita owner, yeah. you either pre-order that shit or you wait for someone to sell that shit or yeah. you get it on Amazon if you're looking for it at your local game stores. Yeah, like, uh, so we just, so me and the boyfriend just got it as a download. Oh, man. Okay? Um, only problem is, is that... It was near. <laughs> yeah. Got it as a download. Only problem is, is that I can't play it on my, on my thing because it's connected to his account. So uh, I can't play it on my account because it's connected to his account. Okay. So I have to do some weird convoluted thing in order to play on my account so I can have my own save file. But that's different. Oh, and, yeah. I didn't see what you mean. There. Anyways, it's really interesting. It takes place after... It takes place after all the Holy Grail Wars, but before Grand Order. Okay. Because, uh... And also it takes place uh, after Fate Apocryphia. <laughs> hey, Ben. Ben needs to know your pain. Yeah. <laughs> Finding physical games for your Vita? <laughs> Pre-order, bitch. You ain't getting shit. Or, or you know, or finding out you need to buy a new memory card. Oh yeah, that that oh, sucks too. Out of room. Okay. Fuck. Um, so, Australia is actually it's it's really really interesting. So, there's like three storylines, and each of them start off like the same, but that they end differently. There, oh. so so from what I'm understanding, they're like kind of like three different timelines. Depending on uh, which character you are. Okay. So it's really interesting. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm also playing Fate Grand Order. On, At the same time? Yeah, it's a mobile oh, game. Oh, the mobile game, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a mobile game. Um, it's free. It's it's kind of like uh, Fire Emblem it's, Heroes. It's every other phone game. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of it's like Fire Emblem. It's a Emblem. gotcha game. Yeah, fire! It's Fire Emblem Heroes. You go around fighting stuff, and there's like it's got its like own big story. So you know the the movie Fate Grand Order. Yep. That was the entirety of like the the prologue for this game. It was just the prologue, mm -hmm. and then now I'm at this part where I have to save friends from Evil Jean, and it, it's it's really interesting. Um, so far I have not gotten Gilgamesh, even though he's like, even though his hey. uh, up rate is uh is like double. Still have not gotten him. I'm so mad. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was also a lot of prize or a lot of uh, Oh my god, I just realized Fate Grand Order is just Fate Go. <laughs> Jesus fuck god damn well, it. Actually, wait, I'm not entirely sure if that's what they meant, but okay. Played <laughs> oh. out really good. Well, um, well, it's it's a it's really awesome seeing like all this like Fate stuff like come like just becoming a lot more popular now. Because with Australia and Grand Order and also Apothecaria, I don't know how to pronounce that. Gazoon type. <laughs> it's a new that. series that started this one, but it was it wasn't given to Crunchyroll. What? There's a, new fate, there's a there's a new Fate series out. Yeah, that that's okay. That's um. Fate Hathabanakanaka. Yeah, Apothe I, I want to say it's Apothecaria or something. I want to say it's Apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It starts fate with Apocalypto. A, 
Anyways, um, so that those are the only uh two games that I'm playing uh so far. Uh, I'm trying to like level up my characters and whatnot because I plan to because I want to do a like a little stream. Aven just got it too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to do a little stream with uh, Fate Grand Order for the for the channel. It's a matter of just getting it to work. Yeah, it's just a matter of getting it to work and stuff. Um, Apocrypha. Apocrypha. Yeah, Apocrypha. Yes, yeah, I kind Stop of right. Um. So what am I playing? What am I watching? That that anime. Oh, uh, how is it? Um, it's interesting. It takes place after Fate after the. Second Holy Grail War, so Fate Unlimited Blade Works. It takes place depending uh, on which timeline. Yeah, well, no, it's technically and the s- same timeline. And well, because there was like three different endings to the Second Holy Grail War, because Zero was the first one. Yeah, that's the first one. Unlimited Blade Works is the second one. See, he knows what's up. Yeah, fake words are great. <laughs> and then, and then Fate uh, Apotha Apothecia, Apothecaria, whatever that one. Apotha Ikea. Apotha Ikea. Okay, it takes place after those events because um, they do reference a lot from uh, the first two animes, and then uh, and this one is basically about another Holy Grail war, oh, yeah. but instead, but you know how the first the first uh, series or the first two animes they didn't have like a referee. In this one, they technically have... they did. They just killed him. Yeah, well, the referee was technically <laughs> in zero, anyways. <laughs> well, the referee in there was the priest. In this one, the referee is actually a servant who's uh, Jean d'Arc, and she and her class is the ruler class, which right. is basically kind of like a referee yeah. and making sure that everything like goes according to plan. No or, like, shenanigans, yeah. Yeah, no shenanigans. Um, How bad is she at her job? Huh? How bad is she at her job? Gilgamesh um, is still in it. <laughs> well, is Gilgamesh still in it? Yeah. No. Tournaments. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> joke. That's a joke. Sorry. Um. How do you break it? You let Gilgamesh in. <laughs> yeah. Um. <coughs> so. <coughs> yeah, the Apollos are pretty good. You think the city would try and fill those up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Busted there's... my tires on at least three of them. Yeah, there's too too many plot holes. Like, there's some characters that you see in this one whose names get brought up, but I don't want to say anything because it's kind of spoiler. And it's like, oh, okay. okay. What are you doing here? You're supposed to be dead. <laughs> Well, I mean, not really, but... I don't um, know. Again, I don't know what's going on, so um, it's easy just to say, you're supposed to be dead! <laughs> um, and, uh, and instead of just seven servants, there's 14 of them. Well, technically 15 if you're counting the ruler class. So there's 14 sure, servants are. going against each other for this holy grail, and if you get, and, like, if you watch the first, uh, the, the first, uh, fate, you'll know... Zero. Th- yeah, Fate Zero, you know that the Holy Grail is kind of like a fucked up thing to try to win. Yeah. You don't want to win. Yeah, you kind of don't want to well, win. Actually, you do want to win because then you're the one who doesn't die. Yeah. But most of all, you just kind of don't want to be in this war. Because it's kind of fucked up. But, um... Hooray! The main the main character is like... It's is like a, Okay, so the main servant is Saber's daughter. Like, of course it is. Like uh, Artoria's daughter, which is funny because I actually posted. Because King Arthur didn't actually have kids. Because okay, so um. That's what's even funny uh, about that. So I posted this on Facebook and I asked uh, all my fake friends. I was like, why are there so many fucking sabers that look exactly the same? Because in 
in Fate um, Australia, there's another saber. Yep. But, and she looks exactly like. There's like six sabers. They look. They look just like each other. Is there like and a Nurse Joy situation here? Kind of. Yeah, but they're all different. Like, they all have their own personalities, their own stories, and it's obviously that they're different. It's just they look exactly the same. The carpets are different. Got it. And I'm just like... Yeah, actually, that's one of the main differences, and their dresses are cut different colors. Yeah, and I'm just like, I fucking guess. And, like, like, from what everyone has told me, it's because... The uh, fake people love money. That's... Yeah, Nero... (laughs) The only difference between... King Saber. Arthur and Nero is that Nero's got bigger titties. And her dress is red. Is yeah. Nero supposed to be the Roman? Yes. Yes. She is. And she's also annoying as all hell. I fucking hate her. She never shuts the fuck up. <laughs> you know, as a guy who's kind of a bit of a history buff, sometimes I see these things. Yeah, there. like... Yeah, no, believe me, so classic weird. literature Classic literature is hard to read sometimes when you okay. when you watch too much anime. Like, I've, re- <laughs> I've read the epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, it's... I mean, like, it, it's a little it's a little weird that I understand his Gates of Babylon, but then, like, when Nero comes in, it's like, okay, this is a little weird. And then there's a character in Australia who's Attila the Hun, but she's, like, this brown, sexy babe, and I'm like... Holy shit. Anime. <laughs> See, you got problems with this. The same Wait, hold on. Do the face. No, say that while she has the face. Look into the camera. Ready? Go. Anime. Yeah, but she, she's a hot babe. But I'm not gonna lie. She's smoking hot. She's also like a giant too. So if you're like into that. Attila's then... a hun. More like Attila's my hun. Yeah, basically. Hey. But her name isn't actually Attila. Like that's her true name. But her, like... The, uh, it's game. Attilia. Yeah, it's like Altaria or something. More like a titia. Yeah, hey. she got, actually, no, she's pretty flat. That's a bootia. Hey. Yeah, but she's got a nice booty though. Well, I mean, when you're as tall as she is, yeah, has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But snooze through, motherfuckers. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh. Uh, I just watched uh, a Silent Voice. Is that already out here? No. Oh, you you acquired it somehow. Got yeah, it. I watched the. Watched it's it on somehow. the internet. You watched the. You watched it somehow. She, she watched it. That's all we. Need. Yeah. Watched it on the internet. Yeah. Everything's on the internet. Yeah. Trust okay. me. I bet everything. Uh, Try not to go to speed review because I'm actually planning to watch this in October. So mm-hmm. just give me your thoughts on it. Okay, it's very. The pacing's a little awkward. As a person who's read the manga like a hundred times, because I absolutely yes. It's a movie, right? Yes. It's a okay. Movie. Okay, so as a person who has watched um, or who has read this manga up and down and has fully connected with both of the main characters, the movie itself is very awkwardly paced. Oh, yeah, uh, back on those, don't worry, uh, okay, don't worry, we're not doing any spoilers. This is basically yeah. your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very awkwardly paced. Like, the, the, character, the character backgrounds and, like, their personalities that you, like, that you would see in the manga isn't as present as it is in the uh, movie. It is sad, but it's it's really... You lose a bit of it because of the pace. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's like there's a part where, like, it, there's a there's that one very critical part, and it is sad. It truly is sad. But when I w- saw that other people were watching it, and they're like, oh my gosh, I cried ten times. As a person who has read the manga and has cried, like, a hundred times reading the manga, yeah. I only cried once watching this movie. Oh. And it was slightly disappointing, because it, because this movie is supposed to be about redemption and try and fixing your mistakes by 
acting and like on acting and acting like now like in the moment and you know just being a decent human being but it just doesn't show that and it disappoints me so much because i had high hopes for this movie i really really did would you look at that a movie adaptation of a manga that disappoints (laughs) i I, honestly i feel like that this should have been a series the burn. Oh, it definitely would have worked better. As That's yeah, what I was honestly, actually about. I was about to ask. Is, is like, do you think this would have benefited more as a twelve or twenty-four? Honestly, this would have been better as a twenty-six episode series because there are so many characters that you have to understand where they're coming from and why they acted like this in order to understand the grand scheme of things. But the and, movie cuts it down. So why are you being mean to her? She yeah, just mumbles so, at me and throws gang signs. Yeah, because like, because like, there's two characters. There's two characters. Ueno and. Ueno and Kawhi, they're, like, I, and I absolutely hate them. Anyways, so there's these two characters, Ueno and Kawhi. I absolutely hate I them. In the manga, them. they are not redeemed. They are semi-redeemable because they kind of apologize in the end, but 90% of the time, they are not redeemable characters. They're just shitheads! You know, and then there's a part where... Where they're watch the spoilers though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a part where uh, where Kawhi gets called out on her shit. It doesn't, and it's like this pivotal point for Kawhi's character development. But it does not happen in the movie, which really disappoints me because because these characters, Ueno, Kawhi, uh, and all the all all of uh, Shoya's uh, pa- like past conflicts, they're they're supposed to be resolved like before the end. And it's uh, and it's about his journey. Like he's supposed to like resolve all his like feelings, all his grudges, and all that stuff with all of his friends before the end. But in this movie, like it just didn't. It just didn't summarize all those grudges. Like it didn't do that well. And I'm just really really but disappointed. Overall, let's say somebody like me who has not read the manga, who only knows basically the premise of the story. I've only seen the meme. Will it still be worth a watch? Is it worth a watch still? Yeah. I, Assemblies never walk right. Honestly, I prefer. It's I, like a Harry Potter movie. Well, I mean, the Harry Potter movies were okay. I mean, like I read the I read the Harry Potter books and I liked the movies. Honestly, I would prefer if you read the manga first and then watch the movie because they do because the movie does skip a lot and I feel like it it kind of. Okay, so it gives you context. Well, yeah, it gives you context, but also in the movie they kind of change the lesson. Because in for the manga, the lesson is supposed to be um, like the like the idea of redemption, okay. like what it truly means to redeem from the sins that you've had. And without spoiling it, what's the like the lesson from the movie? It it's more it Death seems people more. people are people too. Well, no, it seems more like a rom- romance story. Oh, okay. It okay. seems like that that because they because the main characters. And, uh, because they do have a romantic connection in the manga, but it's slow. In the movie, it's very, very quick, so it seems like... It makes it seem like that love solves everything, but it doesn't. Right. You know? So, I'll, I'll still watch it on my, uh... They, they kiss, and then she's like, Oh my god, I can hear! <laughs> Wait, you're telling me an hour long <laughs> doesn't fit 62... Yeah! Who'd well, have thought, huh? Well, see, like, here's the thing, like, I feel... Because, like, there's a lot of... They could have taken all the major points and shoved it all into like this movie's two hours long, so so they have they kind of have no excuse. It's like a two hour two hour movie. Harry Potter movies are three hours long. I'm yeah. just saying. So I feel like and like there's probably even longer anime movies than that. You know. Yeah. I feel I I five centimeters.
views per second is like a six hour long movie okay. or some shit like that. So now this, go- okay, let's go on the paper because I like animation wise, is it nice to look at? Yeah, I mean, if you absolutely love like Free, uh, K-On, uh, the Kyoto animation people, like it's beautiful. Okay, fine. Like if you I, love no, those anime, if you love those art styles, you're gonna love uh, a silent voice. Yo, Free's a really pretty anime. I know. I just, I seem it's, like art that it is. It is very, very pretty. It's very, K-On's very beautiful. Wasn't, though that's the problem. Well, K-On was cute. Okay, K-On like this cute. one. This one has a mix of cute and beautiful at the same time. So, would you recommend watching it? Um, only if you read the manga. And for those who didn't read the manga, um, watch it. I mean, you can go watch it, but like, I won't. I'm, honestly, I won't be surprised if you come to me and be like, "Yeah, it wasn't that great," and I'll be like, "Yeah." It kind of wasn't. Oh, I like five centimeters per second, Avon. Screw you. It's just a really slow pace. Movie. It is. I it know. is very, very. It's like the greatest story ever told. It took about twenty-four hours to fucking tell it. <laughs> so it's more like five centimeters per hour. Yeah, oh. <laughs> basically. Okay. Uh, that pretty much wrapped up your week. Uh, what was what was the last question? How nerdy was your week? Oh, how nerdy? Oh, how nerdy? Yeah, I mean, you went yeah, you went out, didn't you? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, I also went to the Millennium Fandom Bar. So, yeah. what did you think? What um, do you think of that place? Okay. Man, so, I've been there a few times, and it's like such a really chill place. I'm gonna try and go there on Tuesday. Okay. So. Sorry, Avin. I just I get sensitive about that anime. <laughs> I mean, He's I, a I like it too. Soul. Yeah, I, I like it too. It's just I'll throw my little, shoe at you. It was a little. Yeah, small. it's over there. So go ahead and get up and get it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I went to Millennium Fandom Bar. I think last weekend, um. And I'll probably I'll probably no, do um, an actual full re- like a full right. review on I it. I got one how to take bombs, um, right? <laughs> I'll actually probably do a full review like sometime like another time when we actually sit down and like you know I actually talk about like the pros and cons of it. Did you uh, talk to the owner? Um, I did. Um, um, but only for like a little bit. So when I went, it was their um. Uh, I think they had a theme. I think it was like a superhero thing because I saw a lot of superheroes. Yeah, it was a superhero thing because this um, week, this uh, coming Tuesday, it's going to be a pinup. Yeah. Oh, so okay. um, I'm going to try and go to that. There's a lot of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Who the fuck? Well, let me finish. Um, sorry, okay. Was... So I, as a okay, so I went with my friend. Okay, because uh, she she wanted to go out and you know have fun and all that stuff. I mean, we've been hearing a lot of good things about this place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, this is actually my second time going, but this time, um, when I went last time, um, I actually, I actually went during its, like, you know, peak pop, hours. Yeah, peak hours, instead of, like, coming in at, like, you know, when it was closing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so... Place is closed. Oh, I know, right? Um, Gross. so, it's, it's nice, like, it's real, it's small. Yeah, I've been there, it's very small. Yeah, it's, it is very, very it's small. Um, the bartenders are really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody is actually super duper friendly. Although, although there were some guys who were a little bit too grabby. It's it's. Is I that mean, is that a issue of the patrons or of the of the clientele? Yeah, I'd say I feel like patrons. I feel like it's more like of the clientele because yeah. like my friend, me and my friend like drove in and like she the first thing she said was all like, "Wow, there's a lot of neckbeards here." And you know, like, and like, you could, you could sense it, you know? And yeah. Like, no, you could smell it. Yeah. And, it's like, and it's like, no offense to them, but it's just. No, it's, no, we mean a full offense to them. No, I told me a full offense to them. I shave. Just yeah, to I make jump, sure. I can jump in on this when she's done. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, like, mo- but like 90% of the time, like, there were really nice people. Like, 
Um, I actually met a couple, like, from Ireland, which was actually really cool. Yeah. Um, I also Lots met... I also met a guy from, uh, who really, really loves Evangelion, and he was from New York. Um, and so we were just talking about, like, all this, like, all this anime, all the, like, the difference. It was, it was just really interesting. I also realized that Millennium uh, Fandom Bar is the Millennium Falcon. Falcon, Yeah. Yeah. Did not realize it until, you know, actually sitting down. Uh, Nah, it's not even just, it's like... I'm just gonna need you to do it since for audio purposes. I don't want to pee. Ready? One, yeah. two. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I'm just fucking with so you. So yeah. it's it's easy for me to miss those, you know. Right. Those uh. Names. Yeah. But oh, anyways. I um, have it down all funny. What is it? It needs to breathe. Um, I didn't try any of their specialty uh. Drinks. Specialty drinks because I did not know they had any. Oh. Because what kind do they have? I, I'm not, I didn't check. I didn't know because I didn't have the menu oh. in front of me. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that's something to try next yeah. time. As someone who yeah. doesn't drink, I'm pretty sure you can walk in there and ask for an R2-D2 and they'll have something. <laughs> um, what you call it? The owner is really, really nice. Okay. Um, I, I got to talk to him a little bit. Um, uh, I asked if, um, if I could sit down and, like, you know, chat with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, um... I never really got a solid answer. <laughs> I guess it was because it was really loud and like, you know. Maybe a little busy. A little busy. So I'm like, okay, you know. Try maybe, again some other time. Yeah, maybe some other time, you know. I just want a casual sit down because I, I kind of do want to know. At the very least, you introduced yourself. Yeah, I, I introduced myself and stuff. And, he, and he, he said, personally invited both me and my friend to come next week. He's like, you got to come, you know, to pin up because there's going to be a lot of people cosplay and you two look beautiful so please come and I'm like okay I'll, I'll try to go I'm like, okay, I was gonna I'm actually planning on going to after my wrestling class yeah it was, it was... Hey, here. hello I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that so it's greasy yeah. yes hold on sorry but it's I, I feel like ah, fuck cause that is that German yes it's German yeah, <laughs> yeah um it depends on dialect. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I feel like if you're a girl, you're going to have a lot better time because everyone just kind of mostly Because everyone do. just goes to you. <laughs> yeah, it was literally not even five minutes. But yes. like, me yeah. and my friend... He's a German descent vegan. <laughs> but like, <laughs> me and my friend, like we walked in after we got our drinks. Not even five minutes. We were just about to sit down. <laughs> and... There, and then people coming. were, yeah, people were like, hey, can we sit and chat and blah, 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 you know? And, oh my gosh, I had to, had to keep telling people, bad boyfriend, I even pulled out my phone, and I was all like, here he is, on my phone, please don't talk to me. I mean, that, that <laughs> is, it, it's a thing of the bar scene. It yeah, it, it is, and like, I, and I, I, I understand, you know? But as the, long as they- It depends on, okay, I just have to just mm-hmm. interject here as far as, like, that reply to it. Mm-hmm. How were they saying, hey, can we talk? Did they were Well Was it one of those things like, yeah, we can talk and then they were like they led the conversation, you're like, No, fuck off, I have a boyfriend or they're like, Hey, you well, wanna bang? Well no, okay, we'll so bang. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I so, just wanted to interject so I understood yeah. better. Okay, so um first the uh, Irish couple came in and like they were talking to us, which was really cool, but then uh, when I went up to go grab my uh my friend another drink. Yeah. Um I walked by somebody and like he did a double take and he's like, hey, so, and he came like right in front of me 
<laughs> That's gross. You I know. Do that in like public. he, he, like he. Well, I was, you shouldn't come in front of. Oh people. my god. So like he walked, <laughs> he walked right in front of me, and like he, and I could tell he was drunk, you know, and like me being nice, I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, what's your name? And I was like, I was like. My, and I told him my Jessica. name. Yeah, and I told him my name, and then he's like, "Oh, my name's this." So, what are you doing here? And I was like, "Oh, I'm just here with a was friend." Was he talking like Joey from Friends? Well, I. I mean, so what are you doing? Here? How are you doing? <laughs> this is this is just an over exaggeration. Sorry, I'm just imagining that comedy on by Joey. <laughs> I feel so bad because it's like, what if he's watching? Like he just randomly is watching, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" What up, dude? <laughs> I know, right? Yay! But anyways, um, so. He he tried he tries to like get at me and I could tell and he's like and after I told him that I was here with um with with a friend he's like hey so I'm going to be going you know overseas for my job like for the next couple of weeks but you know I was just wondering if I could have your number so we could go on a date and I was like that's a funny story because I have a boyfriend and he was really persistent I thought it was just gonna stop there. you know I gotta go overseas right now I'm just chilling in Vegas up yeah. in my penthouse. Basically. My penthouse. Yeah, and like he kept throwing, like he's all like, and I I knew what his job was because my dad does the same exact thing. <laughs> and you should so, have said that, like, my dad does that. Yeah, that's what I said. And he's like, oh, so then you know how well it pays? And I was like, uh, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> you know you what know? they say about men who work this. What job. point of I have a boyfriend and not interested? Are you not getting? Right. <laughs> and it was it was just kind of ridiculous. Can I have and, a moment on the line? Can I have a moment walking the line? Huh? Can I have a moment? Can I have a moment walking on the line of this joke? Is it like, oh boy, go for it? Just because you're Filipino, this isn't the Philippines, dude. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. You can't just find a wife here in Vegas. You have to go like, to the Philippines to do that. And it was just really funny because, like, even though after I had told him that I had a boyfriend, he was like, oh, your boyfriend doesn't have to know. And I was like, yo. That's funny because I helped you through a similar problem like this literally almost a year ago. And I was like, yeah. Protecting this buddy from D4. Was <laughs> <Buddy> he Teddy? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, thinking a game. A game oh. that me and Ben and background oh, always played. Fuck that game. I love that game. No, I mean, like, fuck Wait. that game. Like, I wish that season two would come out. Sorry, so I finished yeah. it off. But yeah, that, that, I think. Besides, besides all the really touchy feely guys and the, the guy, the drunk guys, like you know, and like I understand that they're drunk, but at the same time, it's like that does not give you an excuse you to try to, to get ass, at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you want to get at anyone, get at well, don't get at my friend. Like you gotta just make sure that she's okay with it. But you know, don't talk to taken people. Talk to single people. Or if, <laughs> or if, as someone who's been in that situation, where I'd be like, hey, do, I want, I gotta try to talk. It's like, oh, I got a boyfriend. It's like, great. Can we? Fucking still talk. I'm not trying to fuck you right now. Oh no, he flat out. <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying. Said I'm trying to fuck you right now. <laughs> I'm trying to find a Filipino wife right now. <laughs> see, like, see, I, I can understand the difference between you know when someone actually just wants to be my friend and when someone actually wants to date with me. Because yeah. he dropped down the word date, so I was like, all right, there you go. That's where I'm gonna have to draw the line. If he says, hey, but it's like you want, you know, it's like, hey, let's go hang out. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll bring my friend. I'll bring my boyfriend. Gotta drop that in just in case, you know? Yeah, me, me, my friend, and my boyfriend can go. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. It's like, okay, then cool. Fuck off. <laughs> cool. So, that but, pretty, um, oh, yeah, go ahead. Finish, yeah. your, finish but, um, your final thoughts. Overall, um, the oh, they played a lot of Blink One Eighty Two songs. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, oddly enough, I kind of wish that they had Maybe more nerdy songs. You know, like. 
because it was the Star Wars theme, I was expecting them to play like a lot of songs from Star Wars, especially that the cantina music. Come on, nerds you know? love Blink One Eighty Two, except Richie. <laughs> Hey, I love Blink-182, okay? But they were playing, like, a lot of songs from, like, the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. I was like, well, they're just playing to the group of people that are really I know. They're going to be at this bar, let's oh be honest. Oh, my God, this music was so much better for all these yeah. fucking guys. See, what's, what my needed... what's my age again? Please don't tell me. I that one's been playing some Richie Branson or something. enough, I'm not, I don't know if it's because they already know their demographic, but they did not check my ID, which was really interesting. I was like, huh, interesting. They could get in trouble for they that. They could get in yeah. a lot of trouble. Well, I mean, if you weren't. I know if you weren't, but still, the fact that mm -hmm. it, well, it's not a habit they should have. All right, I'm where I sell alcohol. Yeah. I trust my gut a lot. Fair enough. I would get in a lot of trouble because there's a good chance I might have sold alcohol to a minor. Yeah. But I trust my gut enough to go, like, to see their, to I read their body language. I read what they're buying. Like, if some, especially with liquor, it's easy with liquor because I have to. First of all, I have to get it out of a case, so they can't just pull it and walk with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like when they're asking for liquor, they'll always people who aren't old enough to drink always either ask for tequila or vodka, and they don't know what fucking brand to get. Okay. They don't oh, know. Like I feel like I feel like you gotta give the I guess the minor yeah the youngins like a lot more credit because they're they're getting smarter the ones at the casinos aren't they're fucking <laughs> dumb <laughs> fair enough true because the ones because every time i get that guy feels like all right let me see your id they re they either recently just turned 21 mm -hmm. or they're barely older than 21 so i'm like okay one alcohol please <laughs> one alcohol please all right so you guys have beer <laughs> yeah we have plenty of beer it's over there Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fucking card you when you get back here, <laughs> kid, yeah. Um, but overall, like, it was, it was nice. Um, I, I honestly would go again. I mean, there is no cover charge. That's good. Um, which is That's a good thing. Cool, yeah. Um, I think the bad side of it is, is that it is really small, so, like... Have you checked out the nerd yet? Not yet. I will, I will next time. That's but, on next on our list. Yeah, but, like I said, I'll it was, it was really small, day. um... And so, like, if there's a lot of people in there, it starts to get really yeah. hot, <laughs> especially during the summer. So it's like, okay. But overall, like, I liked it. I like the ambiance of it. Um, I'm kind of a little sad there's not a lot of anime, like, posted along the walls, you know? But there is a lot of, like, Star Trek, Star Wars. Western like, nerddom. Yeah, Western nerddom, mm -hmm. you know? So I was going to, and I don't know if this is going to lead into what Richie wants to say about it, but me and him, when we went to the Nerd, I was like, because he'd been to the Millennium Fan Bar, I still haven't gone. And what we basically deducted out of it is that the Nerd is the nightclub scene for the nerds. nerds. Mm -hmm. The Millennium Fandom is the lounge. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's more of a, a place you sit down. I don't know what the seating's like. You just sit down, have a couple of drinks with your buds blow a couple hours listening to some tunes mm -hmm. and whatever have a couple of drinks and you bounce maybe like two three hours tops and that's if you have some good conversation i can perfectly also, describe the size of both locations in a bit also time. i think they don't have a full kitchen probably not they yeah they, not. they yeah they don't have a kitchen right. we were really hungry Richie, so. let's, you take the line and then we'll return this into your week mm -hmm. all right so, uh, to perfectly describe the sizes of both of these locations mm -hmm. uh it's like ben said the the Millennium Falcon fandom is, it's a very Western thing because there's a lot of sci-fi stuff. There's a lot of indie stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, not indie as in like independent, indie mean. as in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Western stuff, which is something I personally really enjoyed about it. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like there's not enough, but like as someone who is more into Western pop culture mm-hmm. than Eastern pop culture, this is a very welcome change, in, in, mm-hmm. for my opinion. Um, as far as the size of the places goes, it's like he said, the Millennium fandom is a lounge. Yeah, and it it's truly and is. it's about the size of the lounge of the nerd. The nerd uh, has a has a lounge area, and I want to say it's almost uh, the same even, size. Yeah, it's, it's due to it like it's a different license you got to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as drinks go, uh, the nerd has a wider selection. I myself don't drink, but their bar is probably twice the size. Yeah, they got a really small bar, but I will give them the fact that their customer service is really is really up there. They are like, um. It's when I was there, like it was really rare for anyone to like you know pick fights. Like it just seemed like like when I walked in, like they were just very very welcoming. Like yeah. it almost reminded me of walking into the uh, Star Trek convention. Mm-hmm. You know, like the last time I went there, I was there for like a Christmas event they had. Mm-hmm. It was like an ugly sweater thing, and uh, and when I went when I went there, it was it was packed. And it's like you said, when there's a lot of people in there, it gets hot. It oh, yeah. gets like ridiculously hot. Yeah, especially it's in like the my summer. Apartment. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, especially like in the summer, like even if you walk outside, it's still fucking hot. You're just like, oh my God, fucking kill me. Like I was literally there Christmas day and it's like 9 p.m. and it was fucking hot in there. Um, it, oh. get, it gets really crowded. The people there are friendly and uh, taking your experience, now we switch it to the opposite sex where it's a dude. And keep in mind, I'm not a shut-in, but I'm not the like, yeah, dude, let's go get fucked up because mm-hmm. I don't drink. I was there, yeah, I was there with my friend Cat. Uh, I don't know if you know Cat. Uh, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, Kat. okay. Yeah. It's that Cat. Well, why uh, you gotta say it like that? No, <laughs> it's because like, you know it's that Cat. I only know one Cat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I Yeah, so I went with Cat. Um, pretty much just kind of just hung around her the whole time because she's my friend and I don't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, I'll kind of just chill out here for a bit until I get bored and decide to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the from when I went, there was more of an even ratio of dudes and chicks, but most of the chicks that were there were with their dudes, mm-hmm. like in a relationship. Yeah, right. And like there was maybe like two or three people that I can tell were single, because mm-hmm. it's like you've got five dudes talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, and you say good in the chair, and you, and you seem to be keeping like at least a seat distance from every one of them. I'm pretty sure you're here alone. <laughs> for your um, friends in the rush. So like some and you can tell some people are really trying to get in there where others mm-hmm. are taking their time. And it's like you're gonna get rejected, you're gonna get somewhere. Yeah. It's very it's I don't know why you're here. It's very know why you're here. Wow, you're a kid. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> it's very bar culture uh-huh. yeah. if that's the term. Um also what I kind of goes to show is that bars are still bars no matter what the flavor of it is. Mm-hmm. Now the, also uh, oh. oh go ahead. Um, also, one of the downsides is that it closes at 2 a.m., yep. which is really weird. Like, 2 a.m. is typically the time when Las Vegas starts, like, when it becomes popping. Mm. No, no, here, no, I disagree with that. Here's, here's another thing that leads into the fact that that's a lounge. Uh, another perfect way to describe the, the type of people who hang there is, and I'm, they, using this, I'm using this for lack of a better term. Yeah. The people who are mainstays at the lounge, I would say, are more or less not total shut-ins. Mm-hmm. But they're there. It's a closed. It's a very small, closed environment. The people there are friendly. the The environment itself is very friendly. Mm-hmm. But it's like Ben said, the nerd. The nerd is a nightclub. It's it's straight up a nightclub, right? Yeah, for the most part. For yeah. the, for the most part, it's actually a. Re- 
we probably talked about it when we were talking about it, but it ha- the nerd is like this really weird hybrid thing mm-hmm. because it has a bar feel to it, but at the same time, it has a nightclub feel to it. Like, like there's a dance floor, there's bowling lanes, there's. By the way, Joffrey, thanks for the follow. I guess I didn't hear the. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's also um. I'm losing it, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. There's also game setups, uh, which me and Ben had a pretty long conversation about. We both agreed that it's like, I don't, I understand why you have these here. It's like something to set up appeal, mm-hmm. but like. I would have them at the bar. Yeah. Like after thinking about it, it's something that you should put. Like, at the bar. So you have, have to it, still... Exactly. Have it at the bar so whoever's there playing it is forced to be near people. Right. Because the, they themselves, the people who were playing the games the entire time we were there, and we were there the like after level up, Yeah. they just stayed there. And they were kind of just shut in in their own little secluded area. And to me, it's like, you're at a... You're at, more or less, you're at a nightclub, but you're only playing video games? Why are you here? Why aren't you home? Why don't you just go home and do that? Yes. You'll be way more comfortable there. <laughs> Alright, so since we're on kind of Richie's been talking, so what you playing? What, what you, you watch- watching and have? Uh, there it was a week. As far as playing, uh... Splat! <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Splatoon, Splatoon 2 is really much the only thing uh, that isn't like a broken record that I've played, because uh, they had the Splatoon uh, Splatfest. Splatfest. Which is essentially like their... That's super unfair. Like in terms of for who's going to win. Which side's going to win. Yes and and no. uh, Because obviously one of the factors is popularity. And there can be a blowout. It can literally be 99 to 1. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that person's going to win. Because the other things that come into effect are two other factors. Where it's uh, solo wins. Where it's just you jump into a random lobby and win games for the glory of your team. For the glory of mother. Uh, AKA Marina. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the <laughs> other one is team wins. Now that's when you actually go in with a full team of four and disappoint Pearl. And <laughs> no, that's the thing. Uh, Pearl Pearl won in team battles. Yeah. Because Team Cake, I, I assume more people were willing to be in groups. Makes sense. Because they again they knew the, they were the, the underdogs. The percentage was like twenty five. In popularity, was like twenty five to seventy five. Right? That 25 won the group battles. So they won the team-based battles. Mm. But they lost the solo-based battles. Uh, it does turn into one of those things where it's like, look at these characters. You're really going to need to like make these options different. Like, give Pearl, like, I love puppies. Give Marina the option. It's like, oh, let's stomp puppies. Yeah, like something like Just that. Just to give it a shot. That's, yeah. the, only That's the only way you're going to even these things out. Uh, however, I will say Japan's Splatfest... Uh, like anything else, they always get the better ones. What was theirs? Uh, theirs was Rock versus Pump. Uh, rock versus Pop. Oh, yeah. See, that would have been hard. Pearl chose Rock. Yeah, see, I would've... hands down would have chosen Rock. See, there you go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, Nintendo of America. You gotta really stack it up on one but, side. Uh, but I will say that America did have some pretty cool ones. Uh, SpongeBob was probably the worst ones, but America did have Transformers. Uh, Autocons versus Decepticons, no. and I thought that was the fucking coolest thing, because it's like Decepticons. Let's fucking go, dude. So the game itself. The game is. Is it more Splatoon? It's, it's more. Splatoon. It's more Splatoon, basically. But they again, they they are adding a whole other mode to it. Okay. The the single player mode. I'm actually really interested this time around. There's an actual like legit story. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a multiplayer added, training center. <laughs> pretty much the multiplayer. They added all uh, weapons. And special abilities and all these other little things. One of the things I was really worried about is how is the map going to work? Because Splatoon One was on the Wii, Wii U, and had so that. you have two screens, yeah. right? The second screen is your map. 
With the map, you can see exactly how everything is on the battlefield. You can, uh, when you spawn, you can click on a player's location, and you'll shoot to that location. Uh, with this one, of course, there's not two screens. So they have a button dedicated to showing the map. Oh, okay. Which, okay. which works well. Yeah. Um, again, it doesn't, like, the touchscreen doesn't really work when you're using the map, because, like, you gotta, like, it can't do everything. Well, I'd be busted. Yeah, but it still it still works fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the new weapons that they recently added that I have found myself to be maining this time around because it is fantastic. It is uh, splat dualies, which is just a kimbo, which is <laughs> two guns, <laughs> two rapid fire <laughs> guns. The range is terrible, <laughs> but the fire rate is makes up. For it. It, yeah, exactly. It's great. It's uh, it that's very, a cod player talking. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is very. Like, these weapons are made for close quarters. Like, if you're the run-and-gun type, you want these weapons. Or a shotgun. Or a shotgun, which they actually have this time around. Uh, there is... They showed it off really briefly. They didn't really show too much gameplay of it. They just showed, like, the squid firing it. Mm-hmm. And it... The, the best thing about it is... I can't wait to play this because I really want to try that weapon out. Mm-hmm. It's an umbrella. Now, the way it works I'm married by is... This motherfucker. You can shoot it, and it shoots like a shotgun. It's got spread. Terrible okay. range, but great spread. Yeah. Uh, but there's another mode to it where it, it, the umbrella opens up and it works as a shield. Oh, okay. And you can just move Like it's it. a riot shield. Exactly. Oh. Mow so, motherfuckers down. So it's like great because they're firing at you. The ink doesn't hit your character. The ink doesn't like bounce off and hit the floor. It just disappears once it hits the umbrella. Oh, because Behind the my shield! So it absorbs the hit. Yeah, it absorbs the hit and then you just drop the shield, shoot, put the shield back it's up. It's Ryan Squid! It's great. Squid. It's so good. It looks Ryan Squid. Um, squid hard. <laughs> with with the with the Akimbo weapons. But there is a sniper. Uh, but the, is there a sniper? Is there a sniper? Yes, the chargers. Okay. Those are also in Splatoon One. Those are really tricky this time around. In Splatoon One, to fire it, you can't just like aim and fire. With this one, you have to hold it, charge it, and once it reaches full charge, it'll fire by itself. So you have to be Widowmaker. Got it. <laughs> So you have to compare things to Overwatch. Fair no, not, not even Widowmaker, because Widowmaker can still aim. Fair enough. And when the charge is full, you can still hold that charge. You couldn't do that in Splatoon 1. True. Oh. In Splatoon 1, you got to know where the enemy's going to be, charge it, and it's because as soon as it hits maximum, you don't hit a button. It just fires. Oh. And fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> this time around, they introduced weapons where it's like, this one can hold the charge for a bit. For it's a railgun. A brand yes. one, yeah. They, they made it into rail... Uh, in Splatoon 1, snipers were rail guns. And this time, in Splatoon 2, you can actually hold the charge for a bit before it fires. Okay. Uh, the special abilities this time around, I used pretty much like... Uh, I used Predator missiles, where it's like you pull out these ridiculous, like, anti-air missiles. Okay. They look great. I love these things. Got it. And you lock on to different... You lock on to the enemy, and you just fire. So it's doom missiles, got it. Yes, it's a, it's not going to be a guaranteed hit. It's raining death. Yes, it's not a guaranteed hit, but it has amazing spread when it comes to the ink. Okay. So it's great for covering ground. Yeah. It works wonders on Moray Towers, which is a really like narrow pathway. So it's it's like a U-shape, basically, right? It's narrow pathways leading down to like a center square. Hmm. Now, these work great when you're aiming at the enemy's like spawn location yeah. because it because they're so narrow and these things have great like range and they cover so much ground it can pretty much take over their entire base real quick mm-hmm. um, connectivity is better this time around yeah, I heard it was surprisingly stable yes uh, they definitely fixed especially it especially with the, your internet yeah they fixed it f- uh, from the previous uh, test fires what is your favorite game mode I'm always going to be more attuned to uh, Turf Wars I really do like Turf Wars 
Although when Rainmaker came out, I really loved playing Rainmaker. That's had nothing to do with the wrestling move. Yeah, nothing to do with the wrestling move. Or the wrestler. But there's a weapon called the Rainmaker, and that's awesome. Uh, Rainmaker is a fun one. Tower control is Freaking also mark. very fun. All the modes, honestly, are really fun, but if I had to pick an absolute favorite, I'd say Turf War. It's just very simple, very fun, no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, with that one, you don't really get too mad at anything. With other ones, it's like, you can fall off the tower for, like, one little fuck-up. And it's like, mm -hmm. you can drop the Rainmaker for, like, a second, or, like, you forgot to fire this location. Uh, one of the other modes that they're going to introduce is Salmon Run, which is just a uh, horde mode. Oh, oh. So it's horde mode, it's uh, Call of okay. Duty Zombies... But, but with it's auto yeah, with like with your inklings. But with and salmon. Yeah, it's the salmon are like <laughs> zombies basically. But like any other horde mode, there's mini bosses that show up. Ooh, like you got like the regular ones that just walk around and it's like two hits and they're dead. It's and the Alaskan King Salmon. Yeah, pretty much. You've got one that's that's like amazing. It's great where it hides in the ink and it's gigantic and if it gets under you, yeah, pretty much because it'll launch you in the air and it'll eat you. Cool. And just like any, just like zombies. Uh, there's Sam a part where you're on the ground and you're hitting a button that's like, oh, revive me, revive me. Okay. Revive me. Yeah. So with this one, it's like, uh, now we just need the beat the beat the number of uh, salmon because they uh, every couple number of salmon they drop like a specific item that you need to collect a certain number of. Hmm. Now this one is great. What they had done since they first showed off the game mode is that they only showed off one stage, and that's something I was really worried about. Where it's like, is this just going to be this one stage and this just the difficulty that changes? But recently, with one of the other uh, times where they showed off the game, they showed off a different stage. Okay. Where it's like, okay, that's great. And uh, same as the first Splatoon, everything that's going to come out, maps, content, weapons. Free. It's going to be free, which is great, which I love. Which makes me think there's going to be more maps for Salmon Run, which is something I'm really excited for, because I absolutely love Call of Duty Zombies. Yep. I he's, fucking love it. He, he's figured, he taught me that there's a lore to it. There's such a deep lore. Oh my god, dude. Eight Do a whole lore. video on it. <laughs> oh, god. Dude, that would take It'd forever. be a series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Splatoon 2 is super fun. Can't wait for it to come out this Friday. Nice. Wait, 17. Yeah, Friday. Um, oh, man, you're right. As far as what else I'm playing, just... More Friday than more, more Friday. Uh, again, it's a lot of fun. Still haven't found any of the Pamela tapes. Same here. Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous trying to find those. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's gay. As far as what I'm reading... Anything uh, interesting? Not quite yet. Okay. It's still, it's still setting up for events. We're, uh, we're just waiting for the payoff at this point. Yeah. So like, the Joker, the Joker's free. Like they have him, and it's specifically the Joker from before Rebirth. This is the Joker that cut his face off. Okay, that one. Mm. So he supposedly the really like, nutty one. Yeah, he <laughs> supposedly died at the end of uh, Batman Endgame. Where in that one, it was implied that the Joker is actually some fucking weird, like, embodiment of chaos, known as the Laughing Man. Right? Uh, now, the Joker doesn't know this. He's Batman the fucking doesn't, Slender Man. Yeah, no, Batman I'm doesn't know this. Oh. It's just one of those things that just happens to be coincidence. Oh. There just happens to be uh, this pale Laughing Man that's been, like, spotted throughout history. Right? And, like, Batman tells this to the Joker, and the Joker's like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> what the... What the yeah, fuck? You're looking chaos. way too deep in that. <laughs> the Joker says that too. The Joker's like, nah, dude, you're just seeing things that aren't there. Just I'm just a crazy down. asshole. 
Can I just be a crazy asshole? Does everything have to be connected to some fucking historic lore? So like the, the end, Jesus fucking the, Christ. At the very end of Endgame, which is great. DC's uh, confusing enough like, as it is. We don't need more bullshit on top of it. Especially, now there's three of me? Especially with Rebirth. Uh, the end of Endgame ends with them fighting in this cave deep below Gotham, and there's a <laughs> and there's a Lazarus Careful. pit. Support. I could have died. No, you wouldn't. You I could have. Ate my guitar. Oh well. <laughs> and there's there's like a Lazarus pit, and the Lazarus pit is what brings like Jason Todd back to life. It's yeah. basically the Fountain of Youth. So they're in there, and it's like uh, Batman's like, I have to destroy this thing. This should not be here. So he sets explosions up in the cave. And counting. There's yeah, it keeps expanding. The multiple universes are never gonna end, no matter how many reboots they do. Um. So Endgame ends with them practically killing each other because they both accept the fact that this is going to happen until one of them is dead. So why not just kill each other now? So the so Joker like stabs Batman multiple times and he's bleeding out. And then Batman does the same thing with Batarangs. And like the whole thing collapses on them. And then they're supposedly dead. Dick Grayson becomes Batman for a bit. Then they discover, oh, Batman's alive because of because he's Batman. Because he's Batman. And then Joker's been gone for years. But now he's here. His face is healed up. And it's like, wait a minute, your face was off. He explains the fact that, like, yeah, when the fucking thing blew up, it, the explosion knocked me into the Lazarus pit. Of course. Well, why wouldn't it? But what he explains after that is, like, yeah, but after that happened, I started seeing all this weird shit. Like, I can see, not the future, but he's like, I'm, I'm constantly having deja vu, basically. Also, you should probably put underpants on. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's in a suit for some reason. I don't remember him being in a suit at the end of Endgame. But he he's in a suit. Going commando is not a good idea. He's explaining the fact like he's in the he's in the the second Batcave, which I explained last time. Yeah. Don't want to go into that. It's too much bullshit. <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of dumb items in there, and Joker's smashing up a bunch of shit. And of course, Green Lantern and uh, everyone else. Green Lantern and Duke, who is some black kid who is not good enough to be Robin, who honestly, as much as DC, tri- <laughs> yeah, as much as DC tries to tries to say like, oh no, we've had this plan for him for a long time. Like, no, you guys completely forgot this character existed. <laughs> you guys introduced him it was supposed to be this big thing where it's like holy shit we're gonna get a black robin but we didn't because we got damien who is the son of batman who i can't fucking stand i don't think so, anyone can sorry back to this joker yeah so he's in there smashing up a bunch of shit and they stop him he's like what are you doing fucking stop this and he's like no no no, no. we have to stop batman and it's like no we're not gonna listen to you and he's like no you don't understand we have to stop ha- batman yeah like i've seen this happen i know what he's gonna do this is not gonna end well for anyone and of course they don't believe him because he's the Joker. Yeah. So they stop him. And then Joker does his Joker mind game thing. Where he starts talking to Duke. And he's like, he's like, oh, I know you. You're Duke. And he's like, how do you know my name? You're Mr. Affirmative Action. And, and then Green you're Lantern's the guy like, who's here because of fucking Affirmative. Yeah. And the Green Lantern's telling Duke, like, do not listen to him. He, he guessed your name. He got lucky. Don't listen to what he's saying. He's just trying to get into your head. And of course he does. Because then he starts naming this kid's family members and his friends. And how he became, like, or how he got where he is. Mm-hmm. But the best part of it is he pretty much says what I said. He's like, oh, what's wrong? You're just the guy that wasn't good enough, right? That's why you didn't get a Robin suit. That's why you didn't get a code name. You're still just Duke. You just happen to work for Bruce. Like, but you're not good enough to be Robin. That's why you're still in the Batcave. That's why he doesn't send you out on these solo missions. It's because you're not good enough. You're just Duke. <laughs> yeah, you're just Duke. And, of course, this sends him into a fucking blind rage. I'm not just a Duke. And then Batman shows up and he's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing in my secret Batcave?" <laughs> and they're like, no. "Yeah," and they're like, "Bro, no. fuck you!" Yeah, they're, like, they're like, "No, 
fuck you, Batman. What the hell is the Joker doing alive, and why is he locked up in And why do you have all this secret shit? Why do you have all this secret shit? And he's like, I don't have to explain this to you guys. I'm Batman. (laughs) Trust me. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. And the Joker's like, he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know what's going to happen. You guys have to stop this. Don't let him do what he's going to do. Fuck. It's all so convoluted. Yeah. And then, like, Joker escapes, because it's like, they're going to decide with Batman anyway, so Joker's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. All right, you guys. I warned you. So they leave. And then Duke's got some weird metal in his, like, blood cells that's going to give him superpowers. Of course it will. And that's why he wasn't Robin. That's why he's been kept in the Batcave, because Batman doesn't know how this metal works, and it doesn't know what activates it. So he's been studying Duke, basically, like, his blood cells and everything. Oh, I'd be fucking pissed! (laughs) Yeah, and Duke's pretty fucking mad. (laughs) I feel like none of this would be happening if, I don't know, people just talk to each other. Batman is dumb. Batman does like, not talk to people. <laughs> like, a lot of You're them. really trying to apply your anime logic <laughs> to Batman. Well, except the problem is, is basically, we're trying to apply real-life logic to like, comics and anime, which is why when I catch myself screaming at anime, I'm like, it's an anime. It's, of course it's they're going to do this. So Batman, which is why I'm always oh yeah. pleasantly surprised. Uh, Batman they... builds his machine. He's going to do what he's going to do. And then it cuts off, and it's like, tune in next month or whatever. God damn it. And it's like, well, shit. I get more entertainment reading, hearing Richie's, like, breakdowns yeah. than I'm probably reading the comics. Uh, comics are fun, though. Pick up comics. Yeah. Support your local comic book shop. Alright. Uh, let's see. And as far as for what I'm watching, I finished Tiger Mask W, finally. Yes. It's so good. I will be uh, very fond of it very, very soon. And this is me being extremely biased. I won't lie, because I'm a huge wrestling fan. Uh... The the great part about this is though, and it plays into the ending, so I won't say anything, is that the main character's name is Tiger Mask. The what? anime itself is called Tiger Mask W. The wrestler's the, name is Tiger Mask. Yeah. But the show is called Tiger Mask W. And I was like, that's weird. Why would they do that? Whatever. It's probably something stupid. It's not something stupid. Oh. Because the It's also technically a sequel. Yes. I, know. Technically I didn't a know that. Yeah. Uh they It's actually the third one. Yep. Because by the end of it, the title makes perfect sense, and Ooh. it's absolutely fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the main character's, like, not decision, but, like, his path at the end generally shocked me. W means Wumbo. Oh, well. Wumbology? Kinda. Pretty much, yeah. Oh. Well, damn. Um, but, like, the main character's path at the end of it really shocked me. It was one ball. Because it it's like, I I expected him to go one way, and he went the complete opposite. Swerve! Yeah. And then the last episode is not about the main character at all. It's In fact, it's about one of the side characters. And it's really good. And it's really good. And it sucks that, because that, this is just going to be a one-season thing, it's pretty obvious that it's going to be a one-season thing, but I can clearly see them doing... Maybe not another season, but like maybe like a short series about the side character. And I would love for that to happen. Okay. Um, but it is great. Would I recommend it to anybody? Not everybody. Because again, this is... It's, if you don't like wrestling, you probably won't like the show. Yeah, if you don't but like... But if you like dumb superhero shit... Yeah, you see, maybe I like this too, actually. I guess. Yeah. Typical shonen stuff. It was, what's actually funny is that I was thinking about Tiger Mask W as I was writing my script. Yeah. And I came to the epiphany on why I want to be the strongest made me so angry. Why? Because I understood wrestling. There you go. Like, you would... I Want to Be the Strongest would be a passable show if you knew nothing about wrestling. Because as someone who has played four generations of wrestling games, grew up watching wrestling... He's going to be training to be a wrestler. I'm hoping to train to become a wrestler. 
And for, like I said, and I've said it multiple times, just to know that someone, they spent an episode and a half on a bitch who can't break out of probably one of the easier things to break out of. Fuck, you're really insulting the audience. <laughs> and like with this, with this thing too, is like he, it's not that like, oh, I'm always going to win because he, he doesn't always win. In fact, there's episodes where he gets bodied really hard. He gets the shit kicked in. Like there's a, there's a scene where a, where a certain character gets hospitalized. And it's like, out of everybody in the show, I did not expect that to happen to this person. Like, holy shit. And it's one of those things that establishes just how strong the villain is. Okay. Which is perfect. Um, it's like you said, if you don't know anything about wrestling, uh, it's really a hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. Because if you do know anything about wrestling, even if you have a slight knowledge of it, you'll really enjoy, the, yeah. uh, you'll really enjoy it. Even if you um, liked it just as a kid. Yeah. Some, some episodes are really, really weak. Uh, like the... Like the episode with like the monkey bars. Yeah, that one was really weird. Some okay, of the okay. gimmick match things were a little weird. Yeah, a lot of the gimmick matches are really weird. Uh, however, there is one that I'm not go. Yeah, you're right, even. Yeah, you're right. Pretty much. Uh, well, there is One Punch Man. But that's funny for a different reason. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting for a different reason. Uh, but there there is one specific gimmick match that I won't give anything away except the title of the uh, episode. The title of the episode, which is Hell in the Hole. Oh, that was a that, good That was great. That was fantastic because the entire episode was about the villains. It was seeing everything from their point of view and seeing why they do what they do. Mm. It's fucking great. And, like, one of the villains who was just your regular, like, I'm a bad guy. Like, he, he gets a lot of backstory. Okay. And it's like, you feel, like, at first you feel nothing for this character because he is nothing. He's just random bad guy. But after this episode, you have so much sympathy You're for like, this dude. Shit. Where it's like, I want to see you succeed now, dude. Holy shit. Um, stuff, mate. But yeah, like, it's... Again, if you don't know anything about anime, it's going to be hit or miss. If you... Or anime. Wrestling. Uh, if you do know about wrestling, it still might be hit or miss. Uh, True. Like, because again, just because you're a hardcore wrestling fan doesn't mean you're going to like this anime. Yeah. You know? Right. Okay. Anything else? Uh, so I've been watching that is everything really all right uh, you can jump in when i talked about my stuff so all right so daniel let's try and bring this back around what you playing what, what you're watching how <laughs> nerdy was your week all right so uh over like the, uh, the week um to talk i'll talk about the big thing last so one thing i did is um i saw i went to a concert my sister got me a ticket to this i saw bruno mars live for the nice. second time was it was it awesome god like i'm gonna say this every time if you have a chance to see this guy live, like even if you're just a like, casual fan of his music, he will win you over on his concerts alone. Because the first time I saw the guy, like, oh, I, I, I like a couple of his songs, but he's not going to, doesn't wow me. No, when you're there and you feel the energy and him just being out there and just doing his thing, you understand why you love this guy so much. Because he, he'll make a real legit fan of you. Because he is real. He, he, he plays guitar, he sings, he dances. His crew is just the most hypest backup crew you can ever have. The hype crew is real. Yeah. So, so now that you've seen Bruno Mars live twice, can you confirm whether or not does Bruno Mars is gay? Does Bruno Mars is not gay? Mm. I can tell you that much. At least with the way he dances, he's got oof, lasers fucking swimming now. With that. <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure during one song I saw some couples fucking on like in the audience. Oh yikes. Yeah. Yikes. All I'm gonna the say. The moment is- Versace and the floor started playing. Oof. 
I think All I, I know is that the floor suddenly got sticky. Yeah. That's fucking gross. That's the point. <laughs> um, the thing I did, though, the major thing I did, is I went to Evo for the fourth year in a row. How was it? How was Evo? God, I, again, this is the event every year that I look the most forward to because it's me just getting to embrace what I love about fighting games, being surrounded by people who love fighting games, and just being in the company of like the, the players, the streamers, the developers. It's just a great atmosphere to be around. And I got to share the first day I went around looking at the artists alley because they had some great artists this year. Oh wait, there's, there's a there's yeah. They, they're slowly becoming a legit like it's also it's legit becoming a con, like an, a little actual con. Because hmm. there there's cosplayers, there's other things to do. You don't just yep. have to be there to play fighting games. Yep. Uh, there were some great artists there. There's a really cute Josie print. I wish I got that guy's card. Oh my god. Like it was adorable. Like I, I thought that like Alma oh, would love this. There was an artist that Ben would have loved. For different reasons, multiple reasons, stuff Richie would have loved. Like, um, I got the uh, Evo said it's short for Evolution, which is the fighting game tournaments. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to meet with some developers for indie games. I I played this really interesting coffee-based fighter called Coffence, where you literally have to hit your opponent's coffee cup and steal their coffee while they try to do the same to you. Oh. Wow. It's actually a really interesting. It's game. one of those like really weird gimmick fighting games, like uh, dive, dive kick. kick, like dive kick. Yeah, cool. dive I, kick. I played uh, this game on Fig, which is another kind of Kickstarter called Fantasy Strike, where it's a very simplified one, two, three buttons are your attacks. You have a jump button. There's auto combos, but each thing does one move, and it's only you can only take seven hits, or depending on the character, eight. Oh, that's cool. And it's like a very simplified fighting game, but at the same time doesn't make it less fun to play. Okay. Uh, second day, it was mostly me chaperoning a mutual friend of majority of us, a child, basically. Oh, oh okay. Uh, and it was just fun seeing her get all excited, seeing her favorite, her favorite players and stuff like that. It, it was mm. really fun to watch. I had to leave early that day, though, because of the concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on finals, I, I went to finals in the Mandalay Bay Event Center. I brought, uh, I got Richie in there Akayue, aka the background noise, was there, and whew, everything about it, like it's what that's where to me that's the pure sense of the the hype you hit when you're watching a fighting game, whew, because there was never a dull moment with any of these tournaments. <laughs> Bruno was great for the music. Evo was great for the hype, just mm-hmm. the pure adrenaline. As someone who went to Evo for the first time. Uh, so, similar to the point that you said with uh, Bruno, it's like maybe you don't like the guy, but seeing him live changes yeah. everything. Yep. I'm like that now because I'm not super big on fighting games at all. No. But being in that environment, floor seats, and like everyone else getting super hype about things, it gets to you. And yeah. you're in there with them like, yeah, let's go. I was watching the Twitch stream and I was like, yeah, motherfucker, go! Go, Tokido, go! Fucking powerbomb that motherfucker again! Uh, and again! And again! So I got there during the end of the Blaze Blue finals, which was hype enough as it's like, again, anime fighters don't really appeal to me because I can't follow shit. They don't appeal to a lot of people, actually, because uh, when they announced uh, Evo Japan... Yeah. When they announced Evo Japan... Um, they showed off the games that are going to be at Evo Japan. Uh-huh. So it's like Street Fighter, yay, Tekken, yay, King of Fighters, Smash, uh, Smash for Wii U, yay. Arms. Uh-huh. Arms? Arms got a loud, yeah. loud, positive 
reaction. Yeah. Wow. Guilty Gear. Because it's another Nintendo thing being officially yeah. like endorsed at Evo. Then it got to Guilty Gear, and then it went Ugh. and Blaze Blue. Ugh. And it's like Persona 4 Ultimate. And I think in the, I'll, just to save some time, I'll also talk some of the news that happened there also. Um, after the Blaze Blue finals, they showed off that really interesting crossover game of Blaze Blue cross tag battle with Blaze Blue Persona 4 Arena on the night Unbug EXE and Ruby. Really strange that one was. You know, but see, like, that's such a big thing for Rooster Teeth. That is very big for Rooster Teeth. It's like, holy shit. It's a big thing for Rooster Teeth, and that also, despite this being an anime fighter, the the announcement itself got a really loud, like, positive reaction. Mm -hmm. And then, because the the way the trailer plays out is great, because it just shows those three franchises, Mm -hmm. and everyone's going apeshit. And then it shows the the title, and it's about to fade, so, like, you think it's done. And then an English voice starts. Yeah, an English voice kicks in. And then there's a rose petal, and it's like, what the hell's going on? Hey guys, I can Japan too. Yeah. <laughs> and then well, Ruby like... shows up, and then there's a loud positive reaction. Yep. A loud positive reaction, and a lot of, what the fuck? And like, not the bad, like, what the fuck is this shit, but like, what the, what the fuck? fuck is this shit? <laughs> but it wouldn't, it, ju- it makes sense though, well, because like, was... just, just how like, the, the crossover of it. Yeah. Especially just how the Ruby characters are. They're fighting. They're so, fighting. Of course. It, it makes for a good fighting yeah. game. So the other thing that I was thinking about, I thought about it with Richie on the ride back to the apartment, was just like, I was like, it's really weird that Ruby was the one that got picked. And I was like, the dub just started. Mm-hmm. The Japanese dub just yeah, came it's out. Now it's, it's getting a lot of popularity. Yeah, there. Ruby's just It's now available in Jap- so. Japanese for yep. our Nippon fans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they also sent out some... I got to try the Eureka game, uh, which is basically the EX games. Um, uh, background noise to my ass, even though I asked her, "Hey, let's uh, let's like let each other with some rounds so we can actually get some real feel for the game." I said, "Footage, stop bullying me." Yeah, I mean, watch I po- upload some footage of me getting my ass kicked by background <laughs> noise. Thanks a lot for you know making me look bad in front of William Matt. No mercy. Yeah. No mercy whatsoever. Oh yeah. By the way, I also got to meet the Mac- the Maximilian. The Yo Video Games. Yo Video Games true and the Super best friend, the super best friends, some of my biggest heroes and my biggest influences. That was great to see. I got to talk to them for a bit of that. Um, nice. And then Tekken Seven Finals. That's when Richie got in. Um, man, it was just so exciting because what I love about Tekken is the <laughs> I'm not salty. I'm more like you didn't stick to the plan. Are, were there any Josie mains? No. Nope. Oh man, I no. need to find I need to find someone who's a Josie main. That way, I could be like, I could be your cheerleader. Yeah, they'll never make top eight. <laughs> I'll fight. I'll literally fight people. Um, Believe me, I'm like that with a she'll like character. She'll sneak. Fighters. She'll sneak in yeah. and unplug their fight stick. I know, uh-huh. or just stomp on them. <laughs> See, I'm like that with Rashid and Street Fighter. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but seriously though, like. <laughs> Like, th- that game has the great moment of, like, the slow-mos, the exchanges. Like, you never knew what was going to happen. Every game, was, for the most part, was very close. I yep. love that. It's the good match you look forward to, not the blowouts. That's what you want to see, is you want to see the good match. Yeah. Uh, then the energy died in, because all of a sudden, Smash 4. Before, before we get into Smash, uh, oh. during the top 8 of Tekken 7, there was only one slowdown moment. There was only one slow motion that ended in a double KO. Yep. Which and it was, was great because the audience just screamed the moment the slow Like, happened. as soon as the slow mo kicks in, your ears just oh. get blown out because everyone loses it. And it, and then it ends in double KO and it gets even louder. Oh yep. my god, that sounds so high. And uh, then. Oh. Go for it. 
Yeah, and then uh, for at the end of Tekken, they showed off this cool teaser for the next character in Tekken 7, which is one of oh, Richie's favorite as a King of Fighters fanboy, Geese Howard, which I'll try to show a little bit here. Yeah, show a little bit what this you is still my favorite moment out of all of Evo, and this destroyed my throat. Yeah, Richie could not be quiet during his parts. Uh, man, your internet. So yeah, we were watching this. So, like we we had no idea what was going on. Like oh, new character, great. We had no idea what it was going to be. And then as we're watching it, like the guy. Was... One, one of the first things it shows is the moon. Yep. So this happens, and I immediately think, it's Morgan from Darkstalkers. And then I thought, no! And that's something I didn't want. I was like, that's super lame. That's super stupid. And then there's a laugh, and it's like, okay, it's not a woman. And I, I turn to you like, that's geese. And you were talking like, no, no, that's... Yeah, but then he starts speaking English. So the subtitles are here, but he's speaking English. I was like, wait a minute. No fucking way. And it's like, I'm a huge Fatal Fury, big King of Fighters fan. And this is where I lose my shit. Because that's... You jumped out of your seat. I did. I was like, oh my god. This man. This god. If she breathes, she's a thought. (laughs) (laughs) If you want the wench, you can have her. He is just so, so good. And the audience was not... This would not be quiet. Every every moment was a cheer for this guy. Like, it it was just non-stop pandemonium in the audience. Yeah, double repukin. And... And again, again, that's just something I love about Evo is like these surprises that happen, and it just gets the crowd so happy, so excited, and it makes like, yeah, I I enjoy being in this community. And this completely makes you forget about Marvel versus Capcom. It did. Hmm. This game, Tekken Seven, only has three different franchises in it: Tekken, which is the, the main franchise; Street Fighter, which is represented by one person; and King of Fighters slash Fatal Fury, again being represented by one person. And it's already twice as hype as Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. And the fact that he can counter Every, supers, yep. everything, is ridiculous. And it was it was this amazing moment that happened there. Um, then the energy, I, in my opinion, it kind of died because, because it happened to be the Smash 4 finals. And I was overhearing some Twitch guys in the back. Apparently, the reason why they put Smash 4 in the Sunday finals is because they got screwed over last year. Because they gave them, like, bad, not enough setups... Um, bad timing in terms of their final, so they felt they had to make it up to them. The crowd was like, just died, like, emptied out. Everyone thought, okay, this is the bathroom and snack break. Oh, That lasted for like a solid hour. It was... As as someone who plays Smash, not competitively, this is just one of those fun party games that I like to play to have fun with. I was falling asleep during this. Really? No, I remember last year at level... It was at last year's level up. I was was watching the uh, 2v2s of uh, the Smash tournament. Do you want to sit like on the main couch? That, no, I'm okay. good. But like, okay. but um, and I was like, happy it's arena so boring. Mm-hmm. Watching professionals. See, I think as far as for me, as someone who's not too entrenched in it, that's something I have to watch. Something that's like with health bars. It's not about yeah. lives. I'm like, yo, because I still remember. I can't remember the exact fighters who was in there, but literally the dude had no health. Yep. And he fucking won. There were still. so many moments like that. I'm like, games. what the fuck? Fuck! <laughs> but like with, with Smash, again, and I know Smash, I know all the technical words, I know every little thing that they're doing. I know the way it's boring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, and it shows because as I'm sitting there, half the arena empties out. Yep. I go, the floor go, seats. Oh my god, there were so many empty seats all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I jumped on Twitter, I was like, okay, like let's see what people are saying. 
there's nothing like but pictures of like Jesus Christ, the whole fucking place is emptying out when Smash 4 is on. Smash comes on. Yep. The Smash app is definitely gone. Oh yeah. I I blame the community. Yeah. Because again, it's terrible. It's, it's there. I I love Smash. I despise the community. Yep. Um because even when you're on Twitter, you see these pro Smash players, you see like previous Evo Smash champs, they're like, you guys have been wanting to see Smash on the main event stage of Evo for years. It's finally here, and where are the rest where of are you guys? guys? Where are you? Where's the support? It's like, where the fuck were this y'all? This was airing on Disney XD, and I'm sure they weren't happy about seeing all the empty seats. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so, it was so boring. Because I'm also the other thing is is that and the good thing about having a small roster in your fighting game is that it's a little bit more understanding that you know certain characters are going to be the stronger ones and yep. Um, but with Smash, it has a fucking huge roster, like mm-hmm. thirty plus, forty yep. plus characters. And here's the thing: you're only going to see six, and you're only going to see the same six. Oh yeah. No, because that's was, that was my problem when I was at um level up 2016. It's just literally. The int- from the set- from the quarterfinals until the fu- the grand finals of the tag tournament. Yeah, I saw the same six to eight people. I'm like, are you fucking? Yeah. And the best worst part of it is, is like they're getting like fucking stomped, and it's like this is the time to change. You're clearly not capable of beating them. It's a best out of three, man, and you get three Try lives. Something else. Try something else. You can't tell me you only know how to play one fucking person in a roster that has forty fucking people in it. Mm-hmm. So, it's actually got like 50, yeah. above 50. The less said about Smash, honestly, the better. Cause I, the, the one thing I do want to bring up, and it just proves that the community is cancer, is uh, when everything was said and done, Grand Finals uh, was between a Diddy Kong player and a Bayonetta player. Now, the Smash community already does not like Bayonetta. Because it's, it's, she's kind of broken. She's kind of broken, but because she can combo really, really easily. Um, so the dude wins it. Instead yeah, that would have been nice, Avon. In, instead of having, like... She would lose her shit if someone, like, a high-level Shulk. <laughs> That'd be actually fun to see. I know, see? Um, I would love But, like, the, the Bayonetta player won it. And it's like, again, it's a half-empty arena. The cheers aren't really loud. No, they weren't. It's kind of it's kind of hey. sad. Be- I, I feel sorry for these players, because it's like... I was cheering because it was finally over. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same way because it's like okay, good. Now I can watch a game that's gonna keep me awake. See, I what were you gonna say about the show? Okay, see, so who remembers the uh, the uh, Pokemon uh, the Pokemon tournament? Pokemon Fighters? No, not not that one. Like the actual legit like Pokemon League well, I was, like, I tournament. I usually don't watch that. So. Okay, well, there's a uh, one tournament where Apache where Apache Maru. I think that's the Pokemon. What do you use? Yeah, this Apache Maru took down. Like took down all these like high tier Pokemon. Wait, like, I have I, yeah, I haven't seen the finals, one. but I've seen fan art of that yeah. specifically. Yeah. What was with it with the what again? Pa- with the Pachimaru, and I think it took down a Garchomp. It took it took it's down like, like uh, Pachimaru. It, it's a little, little squirrel. Uh, oh, that stupid yeah. ass thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. so electric squirrel. See, and, and like that that was the, one of the main reasons why like I kind of got into like you know the competitive yeah Pokemon. competitive Pokemon. I feel like that the Smash community will return its hype if they got, like, the low-tier characters, like Shulk or, or Wario, and, like, they fucking just 
dominated Evo. Right. I feel like that would be a lot more hype. So then bringing it into the last game, and I and rightfully so, Street Fighter Five. Yeah. It got the crap. The crowd got tight. ESPN's now on. I happened to be in the uh, right where the uh, players are coming out, so I was getting every chance like fist bump every player coming out at the entrance ramp. My cousin sees me on TV at a bar, like oh, I'm on TV, and I'm actually like a jackass. I love it. And the people yeah, swarm. On the, the people yeah. swarm back in because then it gets packed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was fucking. And packed. so something that I loved about this, like not only was it like a mixture of old and veteran players. Everyone, every character played it a separate character. There were no mirror matches at all. Yeah, no, I thought that was really cool. Which is like one of my bigger, like I, like I said, my biggest gripe with a lot of fighting games, like just for an example, like with Marvel versus Capcom, is that you'll see the same fucking people. You'll see the same oh, people with Doctor Doom, Magneto, Frank West, Phoenix. <laughs> Frank West. Frank West, dude, he's, he's oh, Jesus Christ. Or uh, but, Sentinel. But in Sentinel. this case, like, no. Everyone, no. it was a different character. There were no mirror matches. And it was great to see because it was refreshing because you saw surprises like a zombie, you saw Rashid, who you barely see. It's like, wow, this is so exciting to watch. Not only was it a, a Rashid, who is my favorite Street Fighter character, it was a, a relatively new player uh, named Moki. You can tell he's relatively new to the scene because there is no sponsorships on this man. Yep. He walks in, he's got like a plain white t-shirt. He's got a plain white t-shirt. And, just and no little sponsor team name in front of his name. It's just Moki. He's not, he's not wearing like a cap with a, with a specific company. He's not wearing anything. He's just someone who's really good at Street Fighter. He's just some dickhead who likes And you can tell because the commentary is like, who is this guy? Yep. And, he's, and he's playing here? Rashid, a character that not a lot of people see in finals. And he he bodies like the first few matches he's in. Oh, I want to give a shout out to the Tekken and the Street Fighter commentary team because they knew how to get the crowd hype. Yes. Oh yeah, no, I was like I said, I don't know if you guys had the same. Comment. No, it's a different commentary for the. Yeah, the no, the, the Twitch ones were really fucking good. Yeah, we had Li Joe. That's great. Yep. Um, True American hero. God, it was like my my girlfriend, a background noise, Aka Ua Ashley. She's not. She she knows Street Fighter, but she's not really. A watcher of the competitive scene, she was getting really into it. So like she's watching the match, like, oh my god, she was getting, she was getting excited because they were close, they were great matches, they were intense. Even the ones where they're like getting bodied, you're like, yo, you are. It's fun. To, it was fun to watch, and I can guarantee you because I, there's been a lot of buzz saying like, oh, Street Fighter's dying. It's so boring now to watch. <laughs> I can guarantee you now with this top eight alone. Sorry, actually from now on. Um, this from this time alone, it's gonna revitalize the interest for the game, because it was the most fun to watch I've seen in such a long time. Yeah, like I said, I'm someone who doesn't like watch. See, my problem was is that um, Smash kind of like gave me a jaded view on competitive on competitive fighting games, because I mean I even have a jaded view on watching LCS sometimes. Like I'll like if I see like the same shit happening again, I was like, all right, I'll come back late. I'll come back for the next. I'll come back in like 40 minutes when the game's almost over. But mm-hmm. when I get like, like when you get like the shock picks, I'm like, I'm gonna watch this motherfucking game. But I'm wa- I'm sitting here watching watching it on my phone while catching up on anime because I'm like, oh, okay, these are, like the animes I were watching was like, okay, these aren't the ones I'm too invested in. But Street Fighter while I watch. Like the the best thing about it too is that Grand Finals was pretty much Grand Finals. No matter who won, some like. A good half of the crowd would have been heartbroken. Yeah. Because it, it came down to, to basically a Cinderella story versus a comeback story. Right. 
think he's like 16th on the remember the commentators. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, this time he's back. He's in. He makes it. He's in grand finals. This is this is his chance to prove himself that he is not done. That he is here. He is strong, dude. He is not like he's not a has been. His time is not up. He's still here. Versus Punk, who uh, his is the Cinderella story. His is he's the American. The last one. Who made it to grand finals. And on, on a dominant streak. Yeah. Nothing but three zeros. Three zeros. And then, of course, it came down to them two. And Tokido, dude from Japan, the comeback story, ends up taking it. And it's it's great for his fans, which he had a lot of. But again, it's heartbreaking for a lot of the punk fans because it's like, we almost we're so had close. An, so close to having an American champion. Not only that, Punk's family was in the audience. Oh, man. And we were right in front of him. We were right behind him. Yeah, we were like a few rows behind them. Uh, so they were there cheering him on. But despite him losing, it was still really, really touching to see his family there. Yeah. Uh, his Karen's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it was like when uh, L.I. Joe's dad was there. Yep. Where it's like, you. this is, this is parents seeing that, it, like, for their child... It's not just a video game. Yep. It's, it's, they're not just playing the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo. They're here in a stadium packed with people cheering for them. A loud stadium. Again, packed. And they are on a gigantic stage. Like, the the best one, in, in my opinion, was still uh, L.I. Joe. Because you could stay... They kept the camera on his dad a lot. And you could see his... Like, you can see the epiphany happening to him where it's like, this Holy is huge. Shit. Holy my, shit. My kid's a star. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, dude. He, again, that night for L.I. Joe, he was the American hero. Literally everyone mm-hmm. was on Joe's side. For this time around, like, not everyone was on Punk's side because, again, it's the Cinderella story versus the comeback story. Like, it, it was pretty split. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if the Zangief player would have won Jesus that? <laughs> But, yeah, Evo was great. If you had a chance to go, just go. Um, even if if you're even if you're just casually in the fighting games, it's just, it's just something you gotta experience at least once. Right? Yeah, you don't like don't even. You don't have to go to finals. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But being in that community, just just being in that community, seeing the regular pools happen. You're not even in the finals. Seeing like the regular matches happen. Seeing the top level players just walking around casually. It's still a really great environment to be in right. because everybody's energy just. It can it like contaminates everyone. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but uh, Ashley's here herself. She wanted to talk about her thoughts on Evo, so um, we'll get back to the regular podcast after this. But for now, uh, Akayue, aka Ashley, aka the background noise, is here to talk about her thoughts on Evo. Yeah, Ashley does sound like freaking mouthful. It's fine. <laughs> So, what did you want to say about Evo? Uh, it was fun. All right, good talk, everyone. We're back to regular podcast now. Oh, fuck you. Motherfucker. Or for real, though, what did you want to say? Oh, you let me finish. I said, it was fun. Um, it was my second year there at Evo, and I was kind of a little frustrated that I almost had to pay 80 bucks for that first day. Yeah, we had a bit of an issue uh where they ran out of first day one passes on friday and they nearly made her buy a two-day pass even though she could have made it only for one day yeah literally i was irritated like i remember just going there and they're like oh well 
it's cash only. Okay, understandable. I'll go up to the ATM. How much are the tickets? Oh, they're about 80 bucks right now for both days. I'm like, I'm only here for one day, though. I don't need that many. But on top of that, I had, like, obligations on Saturday, so that's why I couldn't go. Yeah. But, like, going there and just going to Max's panel and actually meeting uh, William Matt. Matt. Yeah, well, I'm meeting, seeing Wooly again and then meeting Matt. Like, well, we got to meet everybody, almost everybody. Now we got to fly to Canada just to meet Pat. Yeah, that's the plan now. Yeah. Fly in Montreal and their, their panels, Max's panel is always fun. Mm-hmm. I really want that flesh, that Benny flesh. Yeah. Um, I I think you, what you wanted is you want mainly to talk about finals, right? Yeah. Well, to make the long story short, Smash Bros. was just a snooze bill. Yeah, I think you're agreeing with everyone here. I think this is where I'm going to put it, actually, so. Yeah. Smash is a fucking snoreville. Like, I'm going to admit, I do play Smash. I mean Jigglypuff. Mostly Jigglypuff, because I love the Jiggly of the Poofs. Mm-hmm. And, like, playing her, it's fun, like, but other than that, sometimes when you're just sitting there for almost hours just waiting for your friends to finally finish their games after you get eliminated in a match with your friends in the party. It's just, it gets so boring because there's no each, there's literally no health bar to really say, okay, where are they at? You got those number things at the bottom, which I never actually understood what those were. Mm-hmm. I never actually understood what those were. And then you just got basically sitting there until someone decides to finally just blast them off the screen. Yeah, that's the issue with Smash is that even though they try to set it to, it's a, it, the rounds are quick, they still take a long time. They take forever. Like, oh my god. It takes... Just watching that match, I was just like, this is just not something that should be in a professional tournament. Especially on stage. Especially on the day, finals day. Yeah, especially on the finals day. It's like, the most thing you don't want for the finals is something that's going to bore the audience. Yeah, like, um, we talked... I, I'm st- I think you heard that, but uh, you were talking about how a lot of the audience left during smash four finals yeah it was basically i wanted to just get up and leave myself like i had just gotten there and we saw it on the tv on the way to the event center and i just wanted to just get up and do something else not gonna lie i really just wanted to go and do something else i wouldn't have blamed me if you did of course problem is i didn't have a badge for sunday because guess what don't have the money for that i also didn't have your wallet i also didn't have my fucking wallet either of course, again, if I even did, if I forgot my wallet and actually did have a badge, I'd probably just be browsing around the thing, trying out all the free demo games as yeah. possible. So I really actually did want to try the DBZ thing and that Final Fan- and the Final Fantasy Dissidia. Mm-hmm. I really kind of want to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so, I don't know. I just I don't think Smash Four it warrants a final spot, especially in the last day, especially in that big stadium. It it's just not a it doesn't draw a crowd. It felt more like a filler. Like, it just felt like you could have put something better in there. Like, you could have put in, um, let's see, where was Tekken tournament? Honestly, yeah. Speaking of Tekken, like, if you put that right before Street Fighter, it would have been the perfect transition from hype to more hype. Exactly. That would have been a perfect transition. I, like, sadly for me, I was working throughout the Tekken match, so I couldn't watch the Tekken match. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you put, like, I don't know, Kena 5... 
maybe King of Fighters? Yeah, that would have been a good choice. Just like something that, you, like honestly, if you're gonna keep me entertained at over the sh- at, on the finals, I need something with an HP bar. Yeah, Ben said the same thing. Like you literally, I need some. I don't even care if it was Marvel versus fucking Capcom. There's HP bars. I need something with an HP bar so I know exactly where everyone stands. That's a good choice. Yeah. Like literally, just watching Smash is just basically two two people just going at it until finally someone decides to make a mistake. Slip up. Yeah. Yeah, slip up and bam, off the screen it went. Yeah, that was that. Just no. Mm-hmm. And I think they aired this on Disney XD and like for what? For a bunch yeah, of DCs. Like, actually, he said he was watching the finals on Disney, on the Disney Channel, and he was surprised by that. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it was on the Disney Channel of all things. I'm like, oh, cool. Wow, I hope they didn't show the audience. Yeah. I don't know. So, moving on anyway, from so- Smash. Moving from Snoozeville, just just for that, just don't add that back in finals. Just saying, Evo, just keep that as maybe like a side thing. No, keep it as a, you can keep it, just don't make it one of the main games on the finals day. Yeah, don't make it a main game. Just like make it like... Day two, the, finals. Yeah, day two. Whatever. Okay, so going from that, we go straight into uh, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Now, Street Fighter... After watching the Dissidia trailer, of all things, I was not expecting that of anything. Mm-hmm. After watching that, we go right into Street Fighter, and honestly, that got me a little bit more into it, more entertained, more awake, more of, <laughs> hello, what's yep. going on here? Mm-hmm. And like you have said, I agreed that they didn't near the characters at all. What do you mean? Mirroring the characters. Oh, yeah. The fact that everyone had a unique character they were using. Yeah. Actually, I was kind of surprised not to see Ryu being used at all. I'll be, uh, since season two, he's been kind of been seen as lower tier compared to the rest of the characters, unfortunately. And, I, and that hurts me to say. <laughs> Your poor Hisbondo. Yeah, yeah. Love. You know, Tequila used to be a Ryu main. Well, you know, he's not anymore. Oh, that's because Akuma's always been his character. Akito's decided to do Akuma, yeah. Well, no, he's always been doing Akuma ever since uh, 4. Ah, okay. Except for Akuma was riding Akuma, wearing Akuma as Akuma. Ha ha ha. Yeah, so going in there, I was actually more observing it, and believe it or not, I'm actually really good at fighting games. I just don't do it as much or try. At the very least, you're very observant. Yeah, very observant. Unless it's Soul Calibur, then you just instantly go crazy for it. But no, I was very observant. I was watching the, all the matches, and I really, really wanted the new kid to win. Cause, uh, Moke. Yeah, Moke. Or Moki. Moki. That's Moke. what it was. Moke. Moke. Yeah, I really wanted to see Moki win because it's like, new kid, he's getting pretty far. It would be kind of awesome for him to win the match. This is a guy who's not sponsored by anyone. Yeah, he ain't sponsored by anybody. He comes he out is. in a plain white shirt. And no one knows who he is. No one has any information on the kid. He's just there. And it's his first Evo. Playing a just... character that no one thought would make ever make like top 8 status. Yeah. Which I don't know what the 
what like what makes it to where they get to where they are like what's gets them to compete in evo if they have to go through any other tournaments to get to evo well no with evo like you just enter but but it, how where you're like placed in terms of like your pools is determined by like how much you've been in like in the scene like what other tournaments you've been at and your placements in there okay well, so like the better know. you've done the more likely you'll be placed in the higher seed that means you face lower level opponents so anyway, watching the whole tar fight, I'm trying. I can't remember any of the players, any of the Japanese players' names. I'm gonna be fucking honest with you here. This go by character if you have to. I probably even remember some characters' names. Okay. But yeah, just watching Punk go at it, I was like rooting for the guy. Only American there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh come on, you can do it. And he was doing so good, and just at the end, just he just cracked. Me choked he literally choked like he was doing so good like i was watching him go at it with uh cousin um, or zangief zangief yeah I was watching him go at it and he was just like bam 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 just like he knew like the announcer says like he knew what was coming before it happened mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like he knew what was gonna actually happen and something tells me he was studying his opponents the entire time oh yeah because i I know players do that. They literally will like go back to plays of that their opponent's gameplay and watch it over and over and over and study it. Mm -hmm. But at Evil, I think he was also watching his opponents each oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Just to see what they're going on. Because seeing them on the phones, I'm assuming they were taking notes, texting, telling people whatever they were doing. Well, typically when they're doing that on their phones, it's um, them looking at frame data, like what's safe on block, matchup data, things like that. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I don't know any of that stuff. That's why I'm here. Yeah, thank you. So just, yeah, watching him just, like, fight, and then it's like he's against all these monsters, as they were called. And, yeah, my God, I will say, the Japanese players were some monsters. They typically, was, like, historically, they always have been, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I can see why you don't can ever get a win from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But watching uh, one in particular... Mr. I must throw happy. Oh, uh, Zangief and his uh, spinning pile drivers. Yeah, his little pile driver, Zangief. Literally, you could tell after a while, like, he was just desperate to win. Mm -hmm. Like, observing him, like, I know cheap tricks when I see them because I used to pull, che I always pull cheap tricks in fighting games. Mm -hmm. So, like, using them on me wouldn't work because I know for a fact what you're going to do. Mm hmm. So I was watching him the entire time. He was doing good up to a point, and then when it was against, I think it was like Murder, Tokido. Murder Face. Yeah, to his his name is Tokido. They were just nicknaming him Murder Face. Well, Murder Face is what I can't know. But no, was it Tokido? Tokido or was it the? Yeah, other it's Tokido. One? The right. Akuma player. I couldn't remember if it was Akuma player or if it was the uh, um, other guy. Yeah, it was the Akuma player. Okay. Yeah, when I was watching him play against Tokido, he, um, they were having a good match. And then at a certain point, you looked at uh, his face, and you can just tell that he was getting very salty, mm -hmm. and he was getting very frustrated. He looked like he was trying to have a calm composure, but he was getting salty. So what do salty players do? Do the same they move over again. Yeah, they do any last desperate attempt to win. 
And what does he do? He does the same move over and over again, like you said, and a cheap trick. What is a cheap trick? He would enrage, as I'm going to call that, because that's what it looks like to me. He was enraging. Uh-huh. And then he would wait for Tokido to have an opening. Mm-hmm. And when he ran, he would grab onto mm-hmm. Kuma and just pile drive him mm-hmm. over and over and mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And even and I guess got him a win, but it was like it, that trick can only work for so long. Like you can, mm. become obvious. To, yeah, it becomes obvious and it becomes easily readable. Yeah, because then we started seeing a lot more whiffs when he he missed with the with the grab. So yeah, because he would try to attack, it wouldn't work. He tried to do this, it wouldn't work. He even tried it with Moki, I think. Yep. Yeah, he tried it on Moki. I mean, he beat, he's and, the one who eliminated Moki, unfortunately, but yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. He won with that. And um, just cheap tricks again. Mm-hmm. And he gets to it where he finally, like, against Tokido, if Tokido saw it right away, and you could tell that he had more calm composure. Mm-hmm. Tokido knew he, what to expect and how to plan for it. Yeah, he had planned for it. He knew what to expect. He knew that he was getting under his skin. Mm-hmm. And he bam, 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 and got eliminated. Mm-hmm. And then you get on to uh, the final... Grand finals Sorry. of Tokido versus uh, Punk. Yeah, versus Punk. And I, that one was really intense. It even got to a reset, which... Explain to me how a reset works again. Um, basically, because Tokido came from the loser's bracket... He had to beat Punk twice to win the toe tournament. He beat him because in a double elimination, you have to lose twice to be eliminated. Okay. Yeah. So when he wins the first time, that's what you call a bracket reset. And that means now anyone, both players only need one set to win. Alright. So that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm uh, watching this fight and I'm seeing Punk like... He was doing really good. He like he had this. He had this fight, and then just somewhere along the line, he choked, mm-hmm. which isn't surprising with competitors because everyone who has the pressure on them, they're on the spotlight. Mm-hmm. They have all the same. Sometimes they'll have those people who will choke. Mm-hmm. It's not just in gamers. It's in like wrestlers, boxers, figure skaters, yeah. any kind of player yeah. or any athlete, person. essentially. Yeah. Yeah, any athlete, they will have those moments where they'll just choke mm-hmm. and get nervous. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like it got to him where he just didn't know how to uh, recover. Like, I was waiting for him to recover, and he just could not recover. Mm-hmm. Tokido kept backing him into a corner mm-hmm. and would just bam, bam, bam. To, uh, during the second after the reset you saw him that he did get a small recover in but it wasn't enough to actually win and yeah. end up- punk was never actually able to get win a win a set he never won a match yeah he could not get that in there mm-hmm. and i felt bad for him like you could just see on the parents on the mom's face and i'm assuming probably the sister or cousin or something i mean we saw punk walk back to the uh, to the you know i don't know the media room he was not you can tell he was just really upset he was really upset he was angry he was trying. He would probably, he would have been the first American to beat the Japanese, but it was just not enough. Mm-hmm. And but just he, like watching the, like the audience was getting crazy. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh oh ah, oh, what? Yep. What is happening? 
Uh, when honestly, when I was watching you, like I, I know, I knew you were familiar with Street Fighter because of obviously because of me, but and you know before that, but I think that was the first time you actually got, I actually see that you understood why people love watching this game and why people get so excited over really good matches. Yeah, just like coming from people, like normally I'll admit these kind of conventions never catch my interest because it's just them playing video games the entire time, which, you know, it's not a bad thing because I play fucking video games like crazy. Yeah. But just like, to me, just sitting there watching somebody compete and just play a video game. At first you didn't see the appeal. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't see the appeal until you're like, hey, I got free tickets, you want to go? You know, And I was kind of like, eh, sure, why not? Because you're close by and mm-hmm. but want to hang out with But now that you're in the atmosphere, you're in the community, you're you're literally knee deep in the audience, and then you it, the energy just gets to you. Yeah, it just gets to you because you're like everyone's getting all excited. Like just like you think you're just gonna be like, oh god, this is the most boring fucking thing ever. Why did I even agree to this shit? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> you what are you doing? <laughs> like uh, I don't. Any of the gamers, I don't follow the gamers like others do. Mm-hmm. Like, but I just was just enjoying it watching. And this is normally not my thing. Yep. Like, I can go to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? PSX and GameStop Expo. Yeah. I can go to stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm literally testing out the games before they're mm-hmm. out. But just like with fighting game tournaments and stuff, I'm just like that. And you know, Funny thing is, what? before I met you, when my other friends had competed in Evo, mm-hmm. and talking about it nonstop, and it just like never caught my eye, and just mm-hmm. never ever piqued my interest, which is kind of sad because I actually used to compete in the Street Fighter tournament hmm. back in two thousand eight when Anime Land Vegas was still around. They had a Street Fighter tournament, and I was kicking everyone's ass. If I remember 2008, so that was Street Fighter 4? I think. Whatever, which one was popular around that time? Was it on, like, the PS3 or Xbox? I think it was on the PS3 and Xbox. Okay, yeah, that was Street Fighter 4. Yeah, it's like, whatever one was fucking popular at that time. Okay. I had, I was just bored, and I had nothing better to do. People were screaming for Street Fighter Tournament, and I thought they were doing also a Soul Calibur Tournament, too. So that's what Uh maybe I was signing up for. But then I was like, "Eh, you know, I'll, I'll... I'll compete in Street Fighter. I don't really... I played it once in a while, but I wasn't, like, that big into it. Mm-hmm. Well, Literally com- just entered the tournament, competed, got up to the final point, and then the player one and player two... Player one and me ended up accidentally switching chairs, and I said, do you want to switch chairs back so they don't get confused? He's like, no, it'd be completely fine. And I was fighting him, and he was kicking my ass badly, and the audience thought I was this one character. Mm-hmm. When I, and actuality i was not that character and they're like ashley's got this she's got this oh they thought you were the winning one oh my god yeah they thought i was the winning player i just go here guys no i'm not the winning player i'm getting killed so badly (laughs) they're like you got this no i don't i'm getting bullied no i'm getting murdered here oh that's funny oh honestly like i'm i'm glad that you know, you kind of see, you kind of now see where I'm coming from and why I love being in that scene so much. And yes, I can see, I can understand why. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, since that was the first time being in the in there during a big event, like, would you do it again? Yeah, I would. 
Okay. Give me free tickets. I'll go. <laughs> yes. If I get a, you wouldn't you, you can't bring yourself to pay for it, but if you got a free ticket, you'll gladly take it. Yeah, I'll gladly take it. Unless there's yeah, Soul Calibur on the on day finals, then you, you you'll probably buy your own ticket. Dude, I'll tell you right now, if Soul Calibur ever entered, I'm just gonna fucking. I'm not even gonna bother. I'm just gonna fucking compete in that shit. All right, I want to see you on that main stage then. I will try. I will practice. Like you'll, honestly, you'll be the moke of that uh, of that game. Yeah, just like I remember the adrenaline rush I had when I was playing Street Fighter Four in that tournament, and I actually had a fucking blast competing. It's just yeah. like. I can compete. I can literally observe a player mm-hmm. and see where they're going wrong, mm-hmm. no problem. Like, it's not that hard to figure out. Okay. All right. Well, um, wrapping it up here, any final things you want to say about your experience at Evo this year? Mm, it was pretty good. Um, it's always fun meeting YouTubers and seeing YouTubers mm-hmm. uh, and gamers. Uh, Evo should be a little bit more organized with their tickets and not do a limited quantity um one thing i want to ask your opinion like these now that it's becoming now it's like it's in its uh 15th year it's becoming more like a con and do you honestly see that's like it, it see it moving the popular direction because honestly compared to last year's the artist alley the vendors the indie gamers it's a there's a lot more now in terms of like keep it the way it's supposed to be like if it's supposed to be a gaming convention meant for gamers and competition for competing mm-hmm and not turn level up expo became i can see it turning into that kind of stuff that's good because honestly like i think it's going i think it's going in the right direction yeah like just keep in direction of it just appealing just to the fighting game community don't just make it for just try to mix it in with the anime scene and Mm. video game scene and every nerd scene but give something for those who aren't competing yeah okay um Okay. Uh, last, like I said, last, sorry, I keep, I keep interrupting, but la- like I said, last mm-hmm. things you want to say. Like I said, that was like part of it. Just like keep it to like people competing and those who are not competing, yeah, give them a pill, like give them something to try out and play like the Dissidia, the Ponyo Ponyo Tetris. Puyo. Puyo Puyo! Puyo Puyo! Ponyo Ponyo would be a totally different thing. <laughs> Ponyo, Ponyo, just little Ponyos. Just... Falling from the sky. Oh, God, that's actually a really bad image. Little Ponyos just falling from the sky. Ponyo, Ponyo. Someone ripped off Miyazaki's work. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah. Just keep that, like, um, like, people are not competing. Give them something to kind of do. Just don't turn it into, like, another anime slash gaming slash whatever convention. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing your thoughts. I really want. Uh, I'm really glad you got to share, you got to talk to me about that. I really wanted to share those thoughts, man. Okay. Uh, um, at the sound of uh, after this voice, you'll be back to our regular scheduled podcast. Say bye, hey, Ashley. Bye. So we're gonna go on to some news here. Uh, there's some there's some good pieces we gotta talk about here. Um, something we gotta talk about here is we have the thirteenth Doctor. We do. Mm-hmm. And I'm suddenly blanking on her name. Let me pull up the article. And she's a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that wasn't obvious by now. I don't know her. Uh, I don't know her. The Doctor. Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, there Jody, you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I kept thinking Forrest Whittaker. <laughs> like I know I was like Whittaker. That would have been amazing. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's just really neat because in that for nearly the nearly fifty years of Doctor Who has been running and on TV, you know, it's always been male male stars playing the talk Doctor, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think like maybe it's time for a change. And I, yeah, I think it has been it earned a chance for a to try something new. Yeah. Right. And isn't it canon that the Doctor can reincarnate into anyone? Yes, or the yeah. Gallifreyans can. And isn't also it isn't it also a running like reoccurring joke? That uh, that every time the doctor reincarnates, it's like still not a woman, still not ginger. Yeah, that's yeah. So pretty eleventh doctor. The ginger, it's mainly yeah. the ginger thing. The the mm-hmm. woman thing only really came up with once, the eleventh doctor, and it was with Matt Smith because he he felt his hair and he's like, oh my god, I'm a woman, and then it's like, oh wait, no, I'm not. Obviously, there's gonna be some angry people saying this is some SJW bullshit. I, I don't I said some. There's, well, no, there's like a very said, angry minority. Like I said, when I was pulling up this story because I saw because I saw our mutual friend post about it, I was like, I don't know about that. I was like, I don't see what the problem is unless they like literally the only way this could be bad is is if the people at Doctor Who write her as incompetent because she's a woman. Oh yeah, that's the yeah, only all, way you can make or, this bad. Or you turn into a lovesick puppy. Or, or like if all of a sudden she has massive, massive, massive sex appeal. Like then there's gonna be issues, mm-hmm. like, but you don't know that yet. That first episode with her hasn't even aired yet. Again, exactly. Now I only have two. Not even gonna say. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, my my two, not issues, because I'm still I'm still very happy about this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Again, not issues, more like ah, oh, damn. Oh well. Is uh. Ah yeah. oh, okay. One, I was. Really hoping for a ginger this time around. <laughs> Maybe we'll um, get it with the Because there doctor. were already rumors that it was going to be a woman. I was like, dude, make it a woman. Make her ginger. Make her That's a ginger all I woman. Want. <laughs> it didn't happen to like, oh, damn. Uh, another rumor that was going around that I was actually super, super hyped for uh-huh. was uh, uh, one of the names that a lot of people were scouting to be the 13th Doctor was uh, Idris Elba. That would have been neat. And I would have mm-hmm. fucking loved that. Yeah. Oh, cool too. So honestly, like, I, I, I admit that I kind of dropped watching Doctor Who after like, the eleventh Doctor, yeah, because I just I lost interest. Mm-hmm. But uh, I might come back and just to see what they what they can do with this because this, this opens this opens up some brand new stories. Right? What's gonna be next? And like I said, the like when I was, car, like when I was digging up for this story, I was like, okay, I'm sure people are gonna be upset about this. And so I was I went and looked for another article. It's like I wanted I want to see what the reaction was. And the article I found um, was just like. At first, you're like, oh, man, it's just all about, like, the worst parts of the internet. Because it's like, they're talking about it. It's someone looking at it as the worst part of the internet. Yeah. But the good thing was that half on the other half of the story was tweet posts. Is that how you would put it? Twitter posts? Yeah. yeah. Twitter posts, like, basically, like, almost like that. So, what you're telling me is, is that everything else about Doctor Who, no questions. But it being a woman, all right. And it's like, hey, look at all, look all the all the hyper masculine or hyper sensitive men are not gonna watch the show. That means it's gonna be good again. Hey. That means the fan base won't be cancer anymore. Yeah. Um. Well, fuck. We can't fix everything. We can't fix everything. But hey, right. it also can get. And then the one that actually touched me the most, just final thoughts on that was sure. like, oh hey, so those people are gone. But now it gives people. It gives little girls a chance to have someone to look up to it does because i mean we had one woman I, now we have a female doctor it's... i have never watched doctor who like this is a story that interests me on a on a level of just the fact that we're a nerd podcast that talks about nerd stuff yeah and 
for the, the and that's something I do know is that the doctor's never been a woman. I do know that. Mm-hmm. I also know the only other thing I'm aware of is I is it the eighth doctor? Is the eighth doctor is the one that everyone loves? The one with the curly hair. That's the fourth. Thank you. I don't know. My point. <laughs> the, fan, My, the fan favorites are four. And Tom Baker. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. Tom Baker. That's all I literally know about the doctor. <laughs> but it's really cool that we're progressing in a way that we get a chance to see what we can do with the medium that we have. And in my opinion, like in a natural way, it's not yeah. a forced right. progressive. And that's, that's always something I'm watching out for. Um, some bit of a sad news. George Romero died at the age of 77 after battling with uh, lung cancer. He fought her to modern zombie. You know, but he left a legacy that will never be forgotten. Oh, yeah. Dude. He, like, changed... Whole, he changed effects, like, body effects. Yep. Like, the way we look at horror movies completely. Dawn of the Dead was... Okay. Oh yeah, you gotta worry. Be careful about the uh, caps. Caps. Uh, Nightbot is kind of automatic with that. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm kinda... assuming this person did not know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we had a cap thing. I know. I didn't know that either. Uh, we'll uh, fix that later. It's it's automatic. That's why. So I couldn't really. Oh. Yeah. They killed off from out. Yeah, I'm sure it's how he wanted to go. Yeah, they finally caught him. So yeah, like he he grandfathered a lot of things, like the whole again. Horror movies in general, not just like this. Like he, he basically made zombies. You know? He did. He, uh, he brought not, a resurgence of the horror movie back. Not yep. only that, he's one of the. Uh, I believe he's he might be the first director to give an African American a major role in a film. Yeah, like an actual lead role. It's uh, a, like it's a sad loss for us, but we have to. It's similar like when uh, Nimoy died. We don't focus on his death. We focus on the legacy he yep. left behind. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't have things of like. Cod, go- cod zombies, cod yeah. zombies, which we he's in. We wouldn't have uh, the Walking Dead, Ra- Dead yeah. Walking Dead, uh, Dead Rising. We wouldn't have all these great. Resident Evil wouldn't be a thing. Yep, it's just it's insane to mm-hmm. think that the legacy he left behind is gonna be so prevalent. Yeah. Uh, some other news here. Toy Story. It's been to- Toy Toy Story. Sound, is up. the next world in Kingdom Hearts three. I'm surprised they didn't do it earlier. Yeah, that's actually what I said. I was like, yeah. wow, that's that's actually really weird that they never... Because especially when I looked at the set, because they're using either Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2. I think it's 2 based on the... darkness. Because I looked at the yard Yeah. when they were doing the film. Was there like a yard sale going it was on? A, well, no, it was just a bigger yard. And I remember like their first house didn't have a really big... It didn't have a big yard. It was like mm-hmm. more of a... Like, a Mm-hmm. It was a smaller thing. I, I do have a question because mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of this because I personally don't care for Kingdom Hearts. Me either, but um, I only watched it because I saw it. Now, they, they said the Toy Story does. Do they show Buzz Lightyear? Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Here, <laughs> here's my biggest issue with this, right? I knew I knew that the Toy Story thing was going to happen eventually. That's the other reason why I think it's based but, on Toy Story 2. But my biggest issue with this, and again, it's not a bad thing, it's more of like missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could have had like a Toy Story thing and just, just leave Woody there, just have everyone else except Buzz. Have and, Buzz in space. Oh, uh, that would be kind of neat. I would have wanted a space level with Buzz Lightyear and the fucking Space Rangers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, I'm gonna, I don't know, this one hit me a little bit harder because, um, Toy Story was one of the first movies I remember actually seeing as a kid in yeah. theaters. Uh, because I, w- I went there on a special thing with my mom's company. They had a special premiere there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, uh, and so, yeah, was I one of the people that cried during Toy Story 3? Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. I cried like a bitch during there. Toy Story 3. But it's really neat to see this world brought to life in Kingdom Hearts. I, I think the reason why... <laughs> I, I think the reason why maybe um, it didn't it took so long, maybe it had issues to do with Pixar. Who knows? It could be. Well, probably. 
Probably, yeah. yeah. No, it's like, I or tra- they didn't have the technology to do it. Fair enough. They just didn't have space for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I you mean, can't get all of Disney. Right? Because for me, it's just similar to you. It's like, it's kind of like, because of how they did the movies, we literally grew up with Andy. Yeah. Like, we were there when he, when Buzz Lightyear entered the picture. We were there when Woody almost left. Yep. And we were there when... Andy the, the, left for college. The torch was passed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that the story can continue. And I'm, I'm still saying, like, it should have been Space Rangers. I think it would have been Because cool. then you could have easily have connected that to Star Wars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another piece of news here from that D23 convention. Mm-hmm. They showed off footage trailer for Avengers Infinity War, Hard. and they got the entire crowd just went nuts by what they saw, oh, and they gave a description of what, the actual trailer. So like it kicks off with just Captain America dead. <laughs> it's not no, it doesn't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a read of it. Um, the trailer begins with a passed out and wounded Thor floating in space. Guardians of the Galaxy hit him as they are flying to the space in the Milano. I'm. He's, Hi, he's, He's stuck to the windshield, and Rocket proposes using the windshield wipers to wake him up. (laughs) So obviously we got the humor going on right now. Uh, Thor is is brought into Milano, wakes up, and says, Who the hell are you guys? They cut to Loki holding the Tesseract, the square cube. Mm -hmm. Shot a Spider-Man on a bus. Arm hair stands up, confirming the Spidey sense. (laughs) Iron Man is not working with the Guardians. Thanos arrives to battle the Avengers. Spider-Man shown wearing the new suit from the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Cut to Peter with a mask off saying, I'm sorry, to Stark. Thanos battling Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, and Iron Man at the same time. I love Doctor Strange. Oh, wait, all three of them? Yes. Yeah. Shows Captain Thanos Amer- has to body people. Shows Captain America in a new suit with a beard. I'm more, I'm more interested to see what the new suit is. Uh, Black Widow is now blonde. What? So she's a blonde widow? Yes. And Thanos pulls down pieces of the moon to toss at the Avengers. Okay. Calm down, Osir's wrath. Notice how Scarlet Witch wasn't in the trailer. Notice how Vision wasn't in the trailer. Oh, I'm sure. Fucking dead. Oh, maybe. But they're fucking dead. And uh, so the directors, the Russo said, they teased, like, we'll be able to show something very soon, actually. To the public. Dude, I can't wait for that. I, I cannot Doctor wait for this movie. I no, really no, can't. Doctor Strange was a really good fucking movie. Yeah. It was. I absolutely love it. Doctor them. Strange and Iron Man are facial hair bros. Facial hair bro. Yeah. Really that's like, canon. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not joking. That's canon. No, I, I, don't, like I don't doubt it. So there are other big uh, quick pieces of news. There's going to be a Splatoon anime on the Nintendo YouTube page. Woo! That's so cute. That's cute. Is it going to be kind of like the Pikmin? We, they, they just announced that it's gonna exist. They just confirmed it. That's well, all. Yeah. yeah, there's no teaser yet. Um, there's no footage yet. Yeah, they haven't confirmed anything whether or not it's gonna be based on the manga either. Uh, mm. The manga is also really fun. That's mm. a really really stuff like funny stuff. It pretty much kind of gives you the rundown of the how turf wars work and everything. And uh, that's pretty much all the biggest news. Uh, let's go down to letter time. Aww. If you want to send us a letter or an email or ask us a question, uh, where would you send it to, uh, Richie? Oh, uh, if I recall, it's ps2plv at gmail.com. That's ps2plv at gmail.com. Alma, you want to finish this last line? You uh, ca- uh, Come on. PlayStation GameCube. I didn't ask you to repeat it. I just asked you to finish the bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can say it. Oh, yeah, you can sound just like this. There you go. Uh, Nailed it. Kenny, Nailed it. Kenny wants to know. Fucking shit. What uh, Evo passed? Are there any events you guys dream of going to someday, like BlizzCon, E3, PAX, whatever? Evo Japan. I'm gonna be the American Grand Finals Arms Champion. 
He's gonna be. Wow, that that laugh of derision. Way to crush his dreams. Because no, no, okay. no, like okay, because when he was saying it, like in my mind, I just picture I just picture Richie being like the only brown person in like in a sea of yeah. Japanese people walking up, and it's like, what up, bitches? And then all really? these Japanese wearing some like, fucking meme. He'll be wearing uh, he'll be like wearing Lij shirts. I'll, I'll be like carrying the American flag. I know. Like, man, <laughs> and and gonna be playing. Like, all these all these Your Japanese chance. people are like. They're just looking at him like, who the he's, fuck is this? He's got Naito and his crew behind him. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. Like, I'm, just, I'm just picturing him just being like this obnoxious American and all these Japanese. I'd going, be like, come on! Uh, and they're just like. Golf clap. <laughs> it's like, yay! And I'll have my own No, no, and then you have, there's just that one other American fan that's like, fuck Yeah, that. and then like, in the, all the way in the back, there's like the three of us, like, yeah! And he goes, yeah, fuck yeah, Richard, yeah. And then you have my ass going, fuck yeah, saying some racist shit. <laughs> and Richard's like, Good thing they don't speak English here. <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Daniel. <laughs> it, it's funny because like when they when they uh, announced the Japan Evo, like as soon as arms came up, like not only did everybody pop for that, but I was like, shit, time to buy arms. <laughs> time, time to get good, son. All right, what about you two? Any events that you just really would love to go to someday? I want to go to BlizzCon. Yeah, uh, BlizzCon and MidoriCon. That's in uh, Ohio. Okay. MidoriCon. The only reason why is because yeah. they have beautiful backdrops. Mm-hmm. One of one of my goals for cosplaying is to go to MidoriCon and take pictures there. Okay. Because it because I already know it's going to be super duper beautiful and if I'm not popular by those pictures, then I don't know what the fuck's wrong. With I forget me. that you're a big Blizzard fan, girl. <laughs> I am. I'm actually more into WoW because it's very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Like, like I could talk about more. and like have. Actually, so we'll be attending an anime boss, and that's her dream. One for a dream one. So. Mm-hmm. I also want to go to KatsuCon one day. KatsuCon, any of the East Coast cons, I want to go to SakuraCon as well. You should. It's Background is going to be at yeah. Anime Boston. Yep. I also want to go to an overseas con. Like actually, like that. That is like the top. Like that would be like the top. Yeah. Of, like the top. That's the like, dreamest of the dreams. Like the one we were. We were t- I remember we were on the show. Um, where they did like the cosplay showcase. Yeah, like just, just, uh, just. Hey, drunk god, man! Like, cool, and you the only Comic Con. That's really oh, yeah, hard to get San Diego to. Oh yeah, Comic Con. I really want to. Well, go you gotta get lucky with that damn lottery. I know, I'm... but no, like to be to be asked to go to like an international con like that, that would just be quality. Uh, what about you, Ben? I mean, shit. I'm just here sitting, like, you know. I know it's a, it's probably a shit show. By the time, by the time I finally probably get to go to one, it will be just a complete shit show. But. I really would like to go to at least just one AX. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if not, I'd, I I want to go to an LA con. I'd like to because it's right there. But it's I just want to leave Vegas. I want to. I just kind of want to leave Vegas for a con just to see like what, what it's con, like in other places. What it's like mm-hmm. to you know be a tourist. For I mean, one. we could still do that thing where we try to get kicked out of a Salt Lake City Comic Con. I mean, it's oh not that God. hard. <laughs> yeah, you go to anime. Maybe yeah, we heard about uh, like a lot of hype stuff that happened at AX this oh, year. Yeah, that was a lot. Of- Stuff. Um, as for me, like again, uh, the biggest dream I could think of is, especially for this podcast, I would love to be able to go to E three as a member of the media, as a member yeah. of the press. Oh, yeah. Like that all of us awesome. there, be able, to, be able to cover the games, interview the developers. That's mm-hmm. that's just a dream I have. I hope to have someday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Packs. Any, any, any yeah, of the big like, industry panels. Like for me, I'm the industry guy here, so I, I got I one that is hope to be there as a member of the press. I, yeah. I also want to change my answer because the first one was kind of a joke answer, just on the spot. Okay. Uh, but in all reality, WrestleMania. 
Yeah, that's a good one too. I'd, I'd love to go to WrestleMania. Just to say then, you've done but, it but, once. Exactly. I'd like to headline WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Ben. <laughs> I'd like to wrestle on the pre-show of WrestleMania. <laughs> right. You heard it here first. Me and Ben are gonna headline WrestleMania one day. You're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna, they're gonna retire to Hardee's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, turn into <laughs> dust. Um, We're be a broken chance. Yeah, actually, WrestleMania is actually on one of my lists too. Because this, uh, this, like, give it, you can you can align with me. Like, hey, you can go to like say uh, G One Climax or Wrestle Kingdom yeah! or um, <laughs> or any other big like uh, indie promotion. And you say I got you fun row tickets to WrestleMania. Like, I'm always gonna pick that because I don't know, just to say be in that again it's like the evo feeling mm -hmm. to be in that crowd is mm -hmm. this something you got you can get addicted to mm -hmm. it's also something you probably will only be able to do once yeah and once in your life um so yeah good question oh another question here oh yeah let's get through all the questions we got plenty of time uh vox wants to know what's your favorite self-imposed video game challenge uh like what, what do you mean like um like so, the, something that's not like a necessary rule I, hey, i'm game. curious what about Crunchyroll Expo? Because it's first year, I think. Yeah, Drunk God. Uh, if you're like, if you're around, like when you, on the stream, we we're talking about that new event. Let's know how that is on the chat, man. I'd oh, love yeah. to hear cool. about that. Love to hear about. I know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's like kind of like GameStop Expo. Uh, by oh. self-imposed, like say, uh, Pokemon had a Nuzlocke challenge where. Oh. Okay. They, yeah, those like self rules. They try to make the game harder for yourself. Dude, I would I had, love. To I have a joke one in my head. I'm just like, play Neko Parra with both hands on the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, um, Alma, you have a serious answer? Uh, I would love to do a Pokemon Nuzlocke. Okay. I yeah. would love to do that, and I would love That's a to, really popular one, yeah, yeah. and I would love to write about it and all that <laughs> stuff. And, like, and like, I see a lot of, like, video game bloggers do this. Yep. Like, when they do a Nuzlocke, they write it as it's if It's like an actual story. Like yeah. an actual story. Oh, those are great. It's not possible. For me, no, it's not. It's completely impossible. You're right. I can't. I can't uh, drunk guy, the what's uh, in the VIP package? I'm just like let let us know. I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, just like let us know in the chat, and we'll like keep up with you on that one. Um, for me, like any game that has a stealth mechanic but it's not enforced, I will automatically do like. Oh, oh yeah. you have an optional stealth run. Well, I'm doing the stealth run now, and I'm gonna just res I'm gonna reset my save if I just get caught. Oh yeah, no, like if I go through, like if there's a um. Watch the caps. Watch the caps, Terry. Uh, we haven't fixed it yet. Yeah, we haven't. We gotta fix that one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but fuck. What were you saying? Uh, stealth mechanics. Stealth oh, missions. Oh, no. If I ever, if I see an achievement or a trophy that's like go through the entire game without killing somebody or being spotted, I'm gonna go for that. When was the last time I reloaded? Well, I guess I'll play later, but I'm gonna come back to this. <laughs> well, um, one of my challenges now, because I'm replaying Persona 5. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, 350. Oh, wow. Shit, yeah, like, What's now that I'm replaying that? Uh, Persona 5, I'm trying to get through each dungeon in one day. Technically, that's in... And some of them, it's impossible because well, of story yeah, I know, reasons. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I'm trying to... like Minimal runs. Yeah, speed running, you yeah. know? Like I did Kamoshidas in one in one turn. So. I did that. I did, I did all the ones you can do in one one day in one day. Uh, what about you, Richie? Pro probably speedruns. No, you do speedruns. Okay. I, I don't do speedruns, but it's probably my favorite thing to do. Like if it's a game I know backwards and forwards, like like uh, Majora's Mask, I'll try to beat that as fast as possible. Uh, Drunk Dog, what are some of the guests that they announced? Uh, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm, I'm well, about I'm pretty that. sure it's only limited to uh, to Crunchyroll animes. Yeah. Or that have I mean, there's a lot of fucking anime 
Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a lot of cool stuff, actually. Like, the guaranteed and first access. Yeah. Neat stuff. You also get that for being pressed. Is it, is it like, their first year, or second? I think it is their first year. Yeah, no, it's the first con. Yeah. Oh. No, no, second year. Oh, second year. Oh, okay, last year. okay. Okay. Wait, uh, that reminds me, when is GameStop Expo? This, August. uh, August 27th. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna try to get some uh, media passes for that, so. Oh, awesome. Uh, Jorge wants to know, what genre are you a sucker for and can't get, en- but can't get, en- and can't get enough of? It can, this can go around all mediums. Uh, for anime, tragedy. Like, I fucking love the tragic, fucked up shit, mm. which is why I love Hellgirl. I'm an NTR man myself. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not <laughs> well, yeah, you, that's you a, heard it from here first. That's like, a, it's now on the internet, dude. Should, should um, I? I feel like I should be a little wary now. Like, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> I'm just yeah, gonna. Uh, <laughs> he needs that. He needs the Haxi Bina relationship to be NTR. It's fine. Well, who's who's? No, he's, he's NTR and people. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, so... watch out, ladies and gents. Sorry, ladies. So... He's single. Sorry, I'm just ladies. Gonna... He's taking your Put a man. Wall right here, in between us. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna hold that. Too. Uh, for me, uh, let's see, and across all mediums, I'm a, I, I can't help but love any kind of redemption story. I love those. Like it can be a guy, a fall, like a fallen sports star, or a uh, just a, or a killer trying to redeem himself. I I can always I love those, especially the old man type, like the old man mm-hmm. redemption story. Uh, I, you know, I'm a sucker for westerns in terms of like games and uh, meet movies. Um, what else? I like it when the hero loses. Yeah, that's always a good. Oh, time shenanigans for me. I absolutely love the time drops. It hurts my head too much. It, I, I follow it perfectly because I'm like, I completely understand all this time loop nonsense You want to watch a movie that's going to make you hate time travel? Watch Primer. There's no way I could absolutely hate time travel because it's all like... You watch come... Primer. Oh, man. Don't watch Primer. No, it's a, it's a really good movie, but by the end of it, like, you, you, Don't just, watch you Primer. hate how you discuss time travel. It's... I love time travel so much. Don't watch Primer. But as far like a video game, I love platformers actually. It's, okay. Like I, I love the challenge of a platformer because at the end of the day, as far as like what I grew up with, that's the kind of game we generally all start with is just yeah platformer. Don't watch. <laughs> don't watch. It. <laughs> or don't watch it. Or watch it if you want to learn how to or, hate time travel. Or yeah, basically do what I do. It's like don't watch Boku. Watches it three times. No, here's the thing. If you if you really love time travel and you know, like, I told you the story. Like a yeah, lot of yeah. weird different. You know, if you want to challenge yourself, watch Primer. It, it's a good movie because, like, if you know, like the shenanigans about time travel, like you know the whole whether it's paradox, split timeline, or like butterfly effect, mm-hmm. you know all that weird shenanigan rules. Primer is going to be a really good movie to watch. Uh, as far as for me though, when it comes to the genres, um, I, I like Ben. I absolutely love. Primer, or Primer. <laughs> God damn it, Primer! What have you done to me? Uh, I love platformers because Shovel Knight is so fucking good. Uh, uh, I also like uh, the uh, more action RPG rather than turn-based RPG. Yeah. Like, if it's turn-based RPG, like, I'm more settled into, like, the tactics or the, uh, or, like, Pokemon style-esque. Mm. But if it's, like, RPG turn-based, then it's kind of like, oh like Final Fantasy my 7. god. Yeah, kind of like that because it's like, oh my god, hurry up. That's why I prefer more action when it comes to my RPGs, oh, which yeah. is why I love the Tales games because it's all like, yeah, button mashing, strategic, strategy, blah, blah, yeah. you know? And then uh, outside of video games where it's just like regular plot, uh, I love a good underdog story. Oh, yeah. Tiger Mask W is really good. Um, mm-hmm. And slashers. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. 
And when I mean slasher, I mean like Jason Voorhees. That classic Freddy slasher, Kruger, yeah. yeah. Scream. I don't mean like gore and jump scares. No, it's it's the you want to see these teens get killed kind of feeling. Yes, uh, the one thing I'm like begging to come back is just like whodunit slashers. Oh, that's a good one. So specifically like Scream, where it's like there's a killer, we don't know who it is. It time could be this guy, or it could be this guy. Spoiler alert, it's uh, both these guys. I also like um, the, uh, what you call it? Oh, fuck. Um, I have it. I have it in my head. Oh, oh Mysteries. Yes. Oh, my God. That's such a good show. Y'all should, you would actually like, eight, I think you would like 18F if you like tragedy. What? What's 18F? It's an anime that's coming out where the visuals are very um, mind warping. Mm -hmm. um, it's so... It's really good. What like, is it about? It's an episodic show, pretty much, um, okay. where the main character basically interacts with other people's dreams, Ooh. and it change what they can like influence the world. Like in the most recent episode, in episode two, um, there's a girl who's in the sleeping beauty. It's called sleeping beauty syndrome, where they're like in a basically coma. a coma. It's a fancy way of calling it a coma, um, but. She's in a coma due to a traumatic incident, which was three bo three teenage boys murdered, butchered her family in front of her. Jesus oh. Christ. Like, and it's fucked. Okay. So, like, she gets back at all of them, and, like, their bodies, like, contort and everything in the... Like, they'll fall asleep. They're, like, sleeping in the real world. I'm trying to think, well, what the fuck was the... So it's kind of like an inception where no, you go into Friday the Thirteenth. No, you're thinking of this. Uh, no, the other one. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah. yeah. So they're just like sleeping there, and then suddenly this dude's face explodes, like. So it's Inception meets Friday. The, or God damn it, Ben. See, <laughs> it's Inception meets Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's That's really cool. fun. Uh, last one for me is like I also do love um Amos, since we're on a slasher, I love atmospheric horror movies. Yeah, no, those are like the best. That's why the first Sinister is way better than the second one. If if that's your uh, take. That's your cup of tea. Uh, I believe Void is now on Netflix. I've been waiting. It's on my queue. It's on my queue. Who I also like um, for for video games. I also like the uh, exploring, like kind of like Minecraft or like Journey, where you. So just did you like, like No Man's Sky? Um, I never played it. I heard it was really really bad. I mean, I don't like exploring on my own, which is why I okay. It's the, I like it. open world. I just to kind of oh, piggyback yeah, on. I love yeah. open world games, and I love. I love it, like, just to use as the most broad example, Inquisition, you land, you get to the Hinterlands, your thing is literally at the bottom of this hill. That's cool. Hold that thought. I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go that way. I know, it's like, I know that there's a war starting, but let me go check this So games way. like Skyrim, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yes. Oh my god, this person gets it. That's... <sighs> yeah, I, I watched a bit of uh, Tanya the Evil. Um, I never finished it. I still, it is, I'm halfway done with it. Is that the one with the little blonde girl? Yeah. yeah. Did I do it? Did I do a video for that? No. It, no. No, because I, I think I don't think you're gonna talk about that season. No, I I I, I know because I have I'm gonna spoil something right now. I I'm working on my script. It's almost done for my spring 2017 anime, and I did like a very quick wrap up of winter 2017. I will tell you straight up, Saga of Tanya the Evil is number one <laughs> on my list. Okay. It's so fucking good. Like, holy shit. All right. Someone with taste. <laughs> uh, okay, so good question, guys. I love it. Uh, what's coming out on our channel? Uh, Richie, you got a Splatoon video coming out tomorrow? 
That's been yeah. copyrighted already. That's already been copyrighted by Nintendo. Woo! Fuck yeah, Nintendo. Let's go. I'll fight uh, you. We're going to try to start doing uh, more regular streams, like, for this, us individually. Like, mm -hmm. I know Alan wants to have Wednesdays to be her days to stream. Yeah. Uh, like, do casual streaming. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get people together to, to have, like, a casual sit-down. Like, like, mostly artists, photographers, cosplayers. Okay. You know, people I already have, like, you know, a friendship with. You know, just talking casually and all oh yeah you're stuff, more, you know? we're more than welcome to put that on mm -hmm. the, our stuff uh i'm gonna try to be doing something more on a weekly basis i know ben's kind of looking into getting some stuff i like the new berserk oh yeah See, <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I like the new berserk too um i just i just feel <laughs> like he that likes it also I, I just feel like yeah the art style is like you know shit but i feel like people need to give the plot a chance because the plot is pretty fucked up the, an like, the, the anime is still good the animation is shit yeah. yeah like no one has suffered more than guts has Casca has well i and griffith like to be honest like no one has suffered as much as the cast griffith of, pretty like, much pretty griffith got pretty fucked up too actually yeah like no one has suffered as but much as the, as as the cast from berserk mm -hmm. like Every, like, it's You're so either funny. dead or you've been raped. Yeah. Or it's so cut. funny because like there, I, I keep seeing this chart around where it's all like the level of suffering versus like how much they deserved it. Yeah, how much they deserved it. And Griffith for, is up at the top, and, and he's like all the way in the corner because he's suffering a lot, but he fucking deserves it. Mm -hmm. But then like sometimes there's charts where I don't see any of the berserk like berserk people, mm -hmm. and I'm just like okay, I understand. But then like they've got like. Sword Art Online, where it's all like, oh, Kirito's suffering, but he doesn't deserve it. And nah, I'm like, no, I'll tell you who doesn't like, deserve it, the viewers. That's like, oh, the viewers kind of deserve it. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Alright, so episode 162 of Project. I actually kind of want to. What? Yeah, we still got stuff coming out. No, it's, no, it's I kind of just want to take like a personal. No, go ahead. Uh, um, hate to like kind of like take a back to the knee as far as the mood but um i really want to say thank you guys for the people watching the people listening days after this is isn't live i want to thank these people for coming to my house every week and just spending time with me because this show legitimate like i i know that I can be an asshole and um, like I know it's I can be rough to work with because it's just my personality and I'm not I'm not sorry for that because I'd rather be hated for being who I am than be loved for being fake yeah but the rec and just to like give you an idea the reckless renegade character it's it is a character that I do for the show it's very obscene it's very it's shock comic, but it's also just in an exaggerated version of myself. And like, I've been going through like a lot of shit and I legitimately think that if it wasn't for this show, I don't know where I'd be, you know? I, I don't think, I legit don't think I'd be sitting here talking with you guys today. I don't think I'd be sitting here in my, in my living room you know, talking about this shit, you know, talking with drunk, num drunk God number one about how good 18F is, how good Berserk is. Avon over here, just being our biggest, best bro over here. Right. And it's just like, if, and if it wasn't like the worst case scenario, I'd, 
be in like a, be like locked up in a ward or something because I'd be too much of a threat to myself to be here. And that's legit because like this is me like this is my coming out and just that like I finally decided to like go out and get help because I'm I've been suffering with depression for a long time. Um, I'm just it's like I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this for a long time because I want to. I want to move forward in my life. I don't want this to be the thing that keeps holding me back. Um, I'm heavily medicated right now, actually. <laughs> it's fine. It's still real. It's still real. Well, that's and it's because I'm on my meds. It's it's fine. Let out. Like like I had I have to give up a lot of things. Like I can't I. If you see me drinking, you should probably tell me to stop because it's destructive. I mean, I don't know how obvious it is is on the camera, but there's a lot of thing. There's a lot of scars on my body that I wish weren't there. There's a lot of holes and there's a lot of damage done to my house mm -hmm. that or my property that shouldn't be there. Like, and it's like I said, it's it's stuff like press start to play. It's. It's given me opportunities to do things that I never would have been able to do. It's given me an outlet to, like, expand my, like, my horizons. Like, I've become more extroverted through this thing. I've gotten into cosplay because of Varuru. I've rediscovered my love for wrestling because of Richie. To the point where, literally, we're, we're this close. We're literally a training class away from doing something that you is want like, to do a, is a dream. Like, if you had asked me a year ago, hey, do you think you would ever be a professional wrestler? Fuck no, I would never be a professional wrestler. <laughs> there's, there's there's, no reason to do that. I, But now here I am. Like like I said, I'm getting ready to, like... Oh. And it's just... And damn, fuck. Like... He has to put up with me the most, <laughs> as oh, far on, as man. the show goes, because when we were on the radio, he always had to be inches away from the dump button just in case I went off on a tirade. We joked that I'm the reason, well, I'm partially the reason we got kicked off the air, but that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually get kicked off the air, guys. We're breaking cave yeah, there. Yeah, we, we left willingly. <laughs> we l willingly left because we wanted to have an outlet to where we could be, yeah, us. Mm -hmm. And going to cons and mm -hmm. handing my handing out, I'm handing business, business cards, cards out to people. I'm taking photos of, and yeah, I'm sure most of them probably never went to the page and looked at their photos. But to know that, like those cosplayers were willing to let me take a photo of them, and I don't have like I'm using a cell phone. Yeah, it's not like I'm using like a even like a basic level camera. I'm just like, and I think the the pictures come out pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. But just to be able to do stuff like this, and whether it's the show or it's going to cosplay, it's cosplaying or it's getting back into wrestling, like what I mentioned earlier if, about like having like having things you don't expect to give you epiphanies to give you epiphanies is intense. Like it's weird that gamers 
like resonated with me on like a deeper level than I ever intended it to. Like, and it was just a, it was, it was the premise episode. It was the pilot basically. Yeah. And it just reminded me of like why I, why I love video games. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sorry if I'm, like I said, I'm really sorry if I'm like, I'm dragging. No, don't, don't apologize. But I really wanted to come out with this because like I said, I, I want to be able to move forward in my life. I don't want to have to keep, waking up every day thinking well fuck it i i you know there's there's a lot of those days yeah that i go through that and I, i'm not trying to like get pity points because i fucking hate pity. no no like that's that that's the worst thing i could get is just like oh i feel so sorry for you i'm like no, no don't no. feel sorry for me i did this to myself a lot of this is stuff i did um a lot of these were like mistakes i made and i wasn't mm-hmm. able to cope with them the way i thought i was mm-hmm. whether I just tried to block them out, whether I tried to drink my problems away, you know, any of that shit. But, like, to bring it back to play, start to play, there was a, there was, to kind of, like, let you guys into, like, the background of what was going on, there was, and I, I briefly mentioned it, there was, like, about a month or so ago, there was a point where I, and even, there was times before that, I was like, I don't think I, I don't think I belong here, because... I don't feel like my direction for this show, my my goal for this show, was a was a was a positive one in a in a grander scheme of things. For me, like I said, it's just being here. My goal isn't for us to be the next uh, Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. It's not to be super best friends. It's just to be a bunch of fucking fucking people sitting on a couch, shooting the shit. Being fucking crude and un- crude and lewd, <laughs> and then you have like the moral compasses. Every like everyone else is my moral compass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like that's what I and that's the character I've always wanted to be. And the problem was, like I said, I felt like, in an essence, and to to an extent, I still partially there's still a part of me that thinks that that this show could be something else could be could have already be something else if it wasn't for stuff i do or it wasn't mm-hmm. for like my 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 style of comedy because like i said i don't care if i offend you because offending you offending people is fun because it gets people angry and angry people say what they want to say and opinions are fantastic and the one thing i want to say to like you guys and miles i know he's not here but I want you guys to know that if I'm ever jumping in on your conversation or if I get really aggressive towards you, it's not because I want you to shut up and I don't value your opinion at all. Mm-hmm. I might not care about your opinion, but I value it in, in the way I value anyone. anyone. Everyone's opinion has a value to it. Yeah. Might not have a high value, but everyone has – and it's a beautiful – like when you guys have those moments of just like that glow – or even if it's like something that's like completely asinine, we're all just like, oh my god, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're just talking, it's something that you're completely just talking out of your ass about and you don't know what you're talking about. I'm more guilty of that than anybody. <laughs> it's still a wonderful thing to see. And when I challenge you, it's not to be like, your idea is stupid, your opinion's stupid. I'm just, my style of conversation is I love debating. I love mm questioning why you feel that way i love understanding 
what your mindset is is to to like deep down we know yeah deep down we know and i like i said it goes and like i said and the problem is i I will always come off as an asshole and at the end of the day i'm not gonna i would i would be lying if i told you i was sorry if i if i hurt your feelings because one i wasn't hurting your feelings i wasn't there was no malicious intent i can guarantee you there's never malicious intent in anything i do Mm -hmm. unless i if i'm being malicious you'll know (laughs) yeah um but sorry i went off (laughs) it's it's your unusual thing it's fine yeah um but no i really want to thank every there's a lot of people i want to thank but just to like kind of cut it short now again i want to thank daniel i want to thank richie i want to thank alma i want to thank miles for when he is here or when he hosts us yeah or when you know we shoot the shit at cons yeah whatever and i want to thank all of our followers that are following us right now i want to thank the background noise for putting up with my shit because i know you probably hate my shit the most (laughs) because again i'm unapologetic i'm the bane of most people's existence Mm -hmm. we know um and i want to thank the people that are listening to this on stitcher or itunes listening to the audio bit of it um it will not drunk i'm there i am not touching this don't worry it's like i want to thank everyone and i I thank the people who are watching this after this episode shows up like the future the future followers that go back and watch this because like oh i wonder what this episode was about like kind of like one of this like put like what most people do with podcasts they put it on for background noise Mm -hmm. like i just want you to know when you hit this point when you hit episode 162 mm-hmm. i thank you okay and i don't know what that says because i don't read moon <laughs> <laughs> well, well we'll translate it after after the show but again thank you guys and um as always folks stay nerdy yeah peace <laughs> thank you everyone bye thank you i love all of you no she doesn't no Bye, everyone. I'm here now. I'm doing the best I can. Where are you now? It's your dreams come true. Here we go. Shout, 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 shout,